I don't like to boast. They like hot butter on the breakfast toast. Watching flicks, talking chicks. I like to mow the boat. Can River Man make it your check? Nope. So look at all these movies I got. Commenting like, mmm, should we watch them or not? I know they just be acting for cash. But I still got one question to ask. Like, why'd he do that? Do that? Do that? If that was me, I'd be like, screw that. Screw that. Screw that. I'm an alpha. I'd eat through that. Through that, through that, mmm. So why'd he do that? Do that, do that. Mm. What's up, everybody? Week three of our Nazi November exploitation. Zach and Aaron are here. What's up? Yay, yay. All right. So I got to tell you guys, I swear I think I'm cursed. Whenever I'm on time, there's always some tech issues. I've noticed that. Have you noticed that? I didn't notice that, baby. When wherever, whenever we're ready to go promptly at the time that we schedule, some fucking shit goes on. Whether it's an internet connection, whether it's a Skype issue, I think it's. I think you're a cursed boomer. Is what I think. I don't know how this shit works. You're a boomer. Yeah, uh, that's just one more fucking internet like meme for Zach to just adopt and drive into the ground. Mm-hmm. The okay boomer thing. No, but it's not. It's sometimes it's me or my connection. Sometimes in this case it was a Skype thing, and it didn't last too long. Thank goodness. Uh, but I, I think last time it was an Amazon thing, right? Remember Amazon was just fucked up and you weren't, it wasn't streaming. Look at Jeff Bezos. He's always letting us down. He's a boomer. Um, anyway, so we're doing one of the recommendations from our very own fucking David Capper. Uh, do you like, we included him. He's one of our own. He is one of our own. David Capperfield. Uh, Sensei Capperfield. Go ahead and explain the movie that we're doing, Zach, and if you've seen it or not. Yeah, so I just I, I realized that this this fucking crazy boomer that I'm sitting here with doing this show with, you know, he wouldn't even be able to do this show if I didn't fucking carry him along. He fucking asked me a couple of days ago, "Oh, what movie are we doing?" And I said, "Top Secret," and he's like, "That's scary, but I'll go with it." <laughs> and then getting ready here in a minute, like just a couple minutes ago, he's like, "Oh yeah, what's this movie we're doing? It's a surprise." I'm like, "What? No." And he's like, "You didn't." Tell, you refused to tell me what it was. I'm like, no, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. I, I told you it was top secret. Went over my head because I I literally thought he meant top secret. And cause, Fucking boomer. Because <laughs> Zach does that shit. He does, he does like those, you'll see. And it's always like pink flamingos or something fucking wacky. So I thought that's what he meant by top secret on the low key. And I thought I was going to walk into some super crazy exploitation uh, junket of a film, you know? But... Hell yeah. Anyway, I guess we're literally doing Top Secret, but have you seen it? I have not. Okay, so we're both going into this fresh. Let's not waste any time. We're going to go and get into it. Uh, I I think we're just probably a second before whatever fucking logos appear, whoever put this thing out. Obvi. Obvi. I'm a boomer, so I don't know what that means. Boomer sooner. All right, we're going to go in three, two, one, play. Hell yeah. No, technically, I think just by a hair, I'm a, I'm a millennial still. I'm a millennial. Okay, Boomer, I'd say that too. No, I don't think I'm a, not by a hair. I think aren't millennials anybody born in the 80s, right? I don't fucking know. I think it's late uh, 80s. I don't fucking know. No, it's not late 80s. It's like 1980 or 81. I think it's anybody born in like the, the 80s. Generation X is before us, though. Generation Strange. No, it's uh, I think they they block them in fifteen years. So I mean, it's loose. Like I don't know who the specialists are that that decide 
what the bracket is or whatever, but I think the general consensus is in ink is in blocks of 15 years. So loosey goosey, baby. Gen Y or, or millennials are 1980 to ni- mid 90s, is what they say, like 95 or whatever. Why did it go from Generation X to millennials and then Generation Y? What the fuck? Why they why they skip a letter? No, 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 no. Millennials are Generation Generation Y. Millennials isn't a technical term; like it's just another way of saying Generation Y. Fuck it, uh, it's so confusing. Like uh, these fucking boomer memes. Like Gen Z is what we're on now, right? Isn't there one that's after Gen Z? Because Generation Z... There's nothing after that in the alphabet. Nowhere to go. We just got to fucking end the earth. No, they have another term. Because I think the next one, uh, Gen Z would have been born, you know, 95-ish, mid-90s or something like that. Uh, But now that was 20 years ago. We've got the babies that are now being born from the, you know, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20-year-olds. And I don't remember what they're called. Um, Fucking unlucky is what they're called. That's what I call. I don't think they. I don't think uh, the boomers' parents and grandparents have generation like letter names. They have something else like silent, silent something, silent era, some silent generation. I think it's called like the silent generation. And that's probably that's probably just sort of a nod to like silent era films. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. All right. So, do you do you know anything about this movie? I know you've never seen it. We need some kind of. Exposition. It's a David Zucker movie. You know what I always wonder? Why didn't David Zucker change his name to Dick Zucker? Yeah, it's a missed opportunity. He would have fucking. He would have been a walking, talking mem, a meme, and it would have fit in with his his brand of comedies. What's your favorite Dick Zucker movie? I don't know, but I can't. I can't tell because I'm not really listening to the audio. But this looks like an airplane type movie, right? Exactly. He directed Airplane. Okay, so it's the airplane guy. Uh, okay, that makes sense. See, one that comes to mind for me is basketball. I grew up with that, babe. He directed basketball? Hell yeah. I didn't know that. Airplane's funny. It's, airplane is... Airplane's good. It's kind of dad humor, but it's funny. I like dad humor. I, I, fuck it, I fucking love MASH, for God's sakes. You know, kids wouldn't think MASH or, you know, Alan Alder are funny these days, but I do. But stuff like that, I like. Never seen Mash. You never seen the original the show? I'm, I've, I've seen, I'm not even talking about the movie, which you know Donald Sutherland. I've seen that too, and Elliot Gould. But the show, dude, is so good. Donald Sutherland, I would suck his dick, dude. Uh, you never seen Mash at all? Well, you told me you never watched an episode of the fucking Simpsons. Yes, I have. I was getting all the box sets um, for a while. Okay. I, I got through the first four fucking seasons, and now that Disney Plus is out, I started season five last night. So that's a good segue to talk about that, because everybody won't shut up about Disney Plus, and I get it. I'm on the train, too, but you know, you go on social media or whatever, and everything's a Disney Plus meme, or it's just one of your friends or family or something saying, oh, yeah, Disney Plus is so amazing. Uh, the Simpsons controversy is that they basically just ripped the streaming versions that were on FX FXS's app. They zoomed into that shit. You're losing picture. Yeah, so they wanted to make it widescreen, so they zoomed in. And they didn't fucking go through and strategically move it up and down to make sure everything important is getting into the picture. They just zoomed in and like, oh whatever falls in the center there that that's good enough for me. Hey, Peter Cushing's in this. Awesome. So this is also part of our uh, Kilmer exploitation now. You think he's got more Cushing for the pushing? Hey, it's got Michael Goff. That's fucking Alfred, dude. Alfred, I'd suck his dick. Alfred Pennyworth of the uh, Burton, Tim Burton Batman movies. Movies. I uh, know, but uh, the 
the Disney Plus thing. Hey, listen to this song. It's the fucking Beach Boys, but they're talking about guns and we're seeing people shoot. You think this is what it feels like to be like an immigrant showing up to America and seeing our weird gun culture? No, but I, I can definitely tell you this is a movie no one talks about. It's definitely a sleeper because, you know, by the guy that did Airplane, I've never heard of it. Oh, look at them fucking holes she left. Tits. Even just talking about the subgenre of these parody spoof movies, this is not one that comes up, right? You hear about Naked Gun, you hear about Airplane. I uh, noticed it's rated PG. Which is weird, especially for the, the day, 1984. Yeah, I wonder if this is back when you could show titties in a PG movie, though. Well, be donk. So it's 1984. Uh, was PG-13 out by that time? Maybe not. I don't know. I, if it was, I'd assume this would be rated PG-13. I don't think so, because was Ghostbusters... Ghost, the first Ghostbusters was PG, because I think Ghostbusters 2 was PG-13. So yeah, it's probably writing, it's straddling that area where it's like, ah, it probably would have been PG-13, but it wasn't quite hard enough to be R, so they had to throw it in the PG category. You know, I think somebody brought up one time, it was the whole... Look at all them Zuckers, there's more than one Zucker, I didn't even know that. Nepotism at its finest. Jerry Zucker. No, but... Uh, they wrote it. it. It's just, I think it was one of those things, somebody pointed out that, uh, what is it, Temple of Doom is the one that sparked the... Uh, the whole PG-13, because that was PG. I think that was that PG, and that was so violent, where it's like, hey, okay, this is pushing it. You know, because they had that weird sequence. Maybe. I uh, remember hearing Gremlins was the first. I've heard multiple movies were the first PG-13. But but aren't Ghostbusters and Gremlins... Is Ghostbusters and Gremlins both 84? I don't know. We're talking about the same, like, era, though. So, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure that whole time frame was, like, producing all these weird movies where it's like, okay, they're, they're bordering a line. We're knocking two out of the park, though. We did fucking... Uh, Nazi exploitation and furlong exploitation. Now we're doing Nazi exploitation and fucking uh, this guy exploitation. I forgot his name. Uh, Mac lookalike exploitation. Hell yeah. Speaking of boomer fucking, you you look at Mac's Facebook lately. Yeah, it's not quite boomer memes, but it's just it's just fucking memes. It's like not even good enough to be boomer memes. Like uh, fucking uh, oh, fucking uh, the the fucking uh, what's that bitch? Uh, all the boomers hate. Uh, fucking uh, no, not talking about that. Not talking about AOC? that kid. They were AOC? yeah yeah. Not talking about that fucking kid and the climate change. No, it's like it's like those memes that like if you had a friend like in fifth grade and then for a while he got into meth and you stopped talking to him, but you still have on Facebook. Facebook, and uh, every once in a while he just posts these uh, dumbass memes. It's like, it's those kind of memes. Uh, I don't really get what you're talking about there, but I do notice, yeah, he's nothing but a meme page. Um, it's unfunny memes. It's like, kind of boomer memes, but not quite. Some of them are funny. I chuckle at some of them. That's because your humor sucks. <laughs> I am uh, above the par when it comes to you. Yeah, you don't, uh, you don't really provide any feedback. You don't like any of his content or comments on anything. <sighs> You actually don't. I don't think I've ever seen you interact with like any of his social media. Yeah, so you wouldn't even know that you two are, are related or friends or anything, or do podcasts together or talk on a regular basis because you know. I'll, I'll get on there someday and say, "Fucking Mac, you are posting cringe, literally. You are nothing but posting cringe these days." But he might say the same thing about you though, with your troll. I don't posts. post anything on there. You do troll posts. Well, no, you on Facebook. You, you blow up the comments is what you do. You blow up troll comments and you you post the Twitters. Um, anyway, whatever. I mean, Mac loves the social media. It is what it is. See, here's the difference between Mac and people like maybe even Zach and me. But 
Mac is is super welcoming. You guys could probably go follow Mac, add him on Facebook, be his best friend. He'll add every one of you. Uh, just say you like fucking Chucky, and you're in like Flint, baby, right? Um, you'll join his Chucky groups, his puppet master groups, and you're all good. Me, I'm a little bit more like private. You know, I don't really look at my, I don't even look at my friend requests. I fucking don't talk to anybody. 90% of the talking I do is on this show. And it's only because I have to do it. I'm the same way. I mean, I, I post every now in a blue moon. I'll post like a picture or I think I link my Instagram with my Facebook. So you'll get like pictures that way. But I don't really make posts. I don't really make headlines. I don't do any of that stuff. I don't even like to comment because I don't want I'm my notice. Notif- I don't like to come. I love to come. I love to come, but I don't want to comment on stuff. Even though I'm, I itch to come. I'm sorry. Fuck. Comment. <laughs> itch to come. <laughs> I'm itching to come. No, sometimes I, I have a hard time holding back. I'm edging. I'm edging oh, from, yeah. uh, from you know, jumping into uh, some kind of, you know, dialogue that's going on on Facebook or whatever. But I don't because I think about it and I'm like, well, I want to say this, but is it worth the onslaught of notifications I would get from other people that I could care two shits about? What are you going to do? Are you going to change somebody's mind? No. You're not going to change it. You know what? No, you're not going to change anybody's mind. You're just going to start an argument and it's going to be a big back and forth. And then the thing is, is I'm one of those guys anyway, that if if I'm sitting down with you face to face or, you know, we're talking on a podcast or whatever. Sure. I care about your opinion and I want to hear what you have to say to rebut whatever I'm going to say. And let's, let's have discourse. But on Facebook, no, if I wanted to say something, I kind of just want to type it and then walk away and never look at that thread again, but they won't let me because It'll blow up your phone. So I'm like, ah, it's all right. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say anything. The best is when people post just shit that's just demonstrably untrue, and then you try to you try to speak some facts to them, and then uh, you ever hear the blowback or what, what's that fucking thing they call it where it's like, oh, the more facts you show them, the fucking more they dig in their heels and they refuse to change their mind. That's the best. That's donk. Well, I know the term blowback. I mean, I, that sounds like it's used appropriately, but that's um, what I do whenever they suck my dick. Yeah, blowing their face. We oh, <laughs> I we never finished dank meme, dank meme. We never finished the Disney Plus stuff because I wanted to address something. So the Simpsons that is unfortunate uh, because Zach's right. They zoom in, they crop it. Simpsons the big the big controversy is that you know a lot of that stuff's visual humor, like a lot of gags in the backgrounds, those like little little cutscenes and shit like that, and visual like Family Guy ripped off. For a lot of stuff, it's pertinent. These chicks are ugly. That one in the back looks like China. <laughs> she got pimples on her ass too. But no, uh, yeah. How could they? How could they be that lazy? That was one of the biggest things that they marketed. Oh, we got the Simpsons, and that's coming. Like they had separate. Remember, they had separate marketing and advertisement with Homer Simpson and all the Simpsons wearing the, the Mickey hats. Ridiculous. And- Probably thought no one would notice. They're they're fucking boomers. They run that website. They literally had like Simpsons custom commercials with the Simpsons and stuff like that, having Mickey hats. Like they went the full nine yards and extra distance on saying, "Hey, we got the Simpsons first day at launch." Maybe if we bitch about it enough, they'll fix it. They'll put both versions. They literally took the same versions that were on because they have other shows. They didn't do that to every show, right? They literally. I don't know how easy it is, but they literally w- took whatever source FXX was because that was the only place you could stream them before. You you'd have to pay for like just streaming The Simpsons on FXX's app. They literally just took whatever the hell they use and just transferred it over, which is fucking lazy as shit. Uh, and it's a shame because I mean, there's a lot of good stuff on the service, but hey, is that the- motherfucker from uh, that goes with Ace and Ace Ventura when Nature Calls? 
Is it? I'd suck his dick. Yeah, the guy sitting next to him on the plane shit. Yeah, I guess you're right. Bat droppings. Oh, yeah. No, but so, but for me personally, I know there's a lot of good shit on there and they have a lot of good properties, but for me, The Simpsons was what bought me. I'm like, I don't need to see anything else. Uh, $6.99 at least to start because, you know, they're going to jack up the price once, you know, once they've got their, uh, you know, initial first adopters all in place and they're not budging and they feel like they need to cast the net out more like, okay, you know, we're going to start adding more of the Fox content and stuff like that. And we're going to get more people in Then We're going to jack up that price. Uh, it'll eventually be in league with like Netflix. It'll probably be like 12, 13 bucks in the next few years. Did you see what fucking Netflix did in response? Yeah. It Nickelodeon. Nice try. Oh, I'm all about Nickelodeon. Fuck Disney. I didn't watch that shit. I mean, that's cool, but Nickelodeon, well, Nickelodeon, is owned by, I think owned by Viacom, isn't it? Viacom owns, I know they own MTV, so it's like bring on Beavis, they need it as much as they can handle. Like if they, you know, cause come on, they got to combat Disney. We need fucking more seasons of Ari Fred of the Dark, fucking. Look, so all I heard was that they're teaming up with Nickelodeon to produce new original content. I don't give a shit about that. Are they going to, are they going to front load and, you know, give us all the the retro content give us every season of Ren and Stimpy every season of Doug every season of uh dude even deep dive man let's go into you can't do that on television Nick Arcade all the stuff that was on what, what was that what, what would you do what would you do what was that uh was it Noggin is that what it was called where they had like the retro Nickelodeon stuff for a while yeah I don't know if they still have it or not that was always like that a, was that that was their own channel and they had Degrassi that was like a that was like, and Drake was on that. He played a a, a wheelchair boy, but oh, uh, yeah. I th- I think that was he played a creepy boy. I, th- but maybe it's not Noggin then. There, were, yeah, they had some kind of sub channel where they had all the retro stuff at least. It was, it was Noggin, but it, at night it became the '90s or all that. All right, okay. So I don't know if that's still around because I think it was always like a digital cable or like a satellite channel or something like that. But, mm-hmm. um. Yeah, they need to come out hard. I still don't think they can compete quite with Disney, but if they really, really exhaust the entire Nickelodeon, Viacom, MTV uh, library, and, you know, that mixed with the Netflix original content that people like, you know, I I think people will still keep Netflix. I still think it will be down to Disney and Netflix because, I I don't know, uh, Disney's cheap enough, and maybe it won't get to be as expensive as... Netflix because the thing is is they own all those IPs, right? They're not they're not paying they're not paying for uh licensing to carry these shows or whatever. Because you know, they said that these shows aren't going anywhere. We're not going to have the monthly revolving door of content. This is a home for them to stay, which makes sense because it's theirs. They don't have to pay. They're paying for bandwidth, I guess. That's it. Um do you see that like Disney's quietly putting movies from Fox into their vault? What the fuck is the Disney vault? I thought I always thought that was just a figure of speech. Is, is that a real thing? Well, no, I always thought it was more or less a figure of speech. Um, kind of like with the classic Disney films, they they would stop producing them for like a decade. That's what it meant. It's like, oh, we're putting them in the vault. We're not putting this out. And, you know, you couldn't it doesn't mean you couldn't find a VHS copy of Fox and the Hound. It just mean they'd stop producing them. And then maybe eventually, if the movie was popular enough, you wouldn't be able to find new copies of it. And then, of course, inevitably, you'd, you'd have 10 years down the road, an anniversary edition or something. I I think it's a little bit of a mix of both. So, yeah. It what is are they- time to take fucking Freddy Got Fingered out of the vault. We need a fucking Blu-ray, fucking 4K, uh, Blu-ray, all, all this. Fucking, well, that'd be donk. 
So put it in a box set, make it look like a sausage or something. What are they going to do with all these Fox properties? That's a good point. So first of all, on the streaming side of it, uh, have you, you know, the interface, the interface is really clean. You know how it starts off. It's got all the categories, Pixar, Disney, and you can, you know, uh, narrow it down from there. I think that's really clean and it's really easy to navigate, but there's no Fox button, but you'll know. So it's like, oh shit, is there no Fox shit on here? But if you do a search, you'll find home alone. You'll find Home Alone, Home Alone 2 on there. Uh, you'll find a lot of the... Uh, uh, All the kitty movies. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's scary. So it's like... Hmm. So my my thing is, there's not a single R-rated movie on this thing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm wondering... I mean, that's only going to help fucking Netflix thrive, is if they, they don't put any R-rated shit on there. But to me, it just sounds like sitting on capital. Like, there's no way they bought out Fox, and they're not going to milk... The Die Hard franchise, the Alien franchise, the Predator franchise, and not to mention there's other like standalone Fox hits like Mrs. Doubtfire, and they've been around for like what fucking a hundred years with all the Golden Age movies, Fox, right before they were ever a TV network. There's so much shit, old westerns and stuff. So, I it would be so silly not to sit there and put. So I'm wondering if. Uh, Maybe they're waiting until they start implementing uh, the 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 non Kitty Fox stuff to actually implement a, a Fox button. Uh, for now, it's just like, hey, this, you know, having home. We can't not have Home Alone in there. We can't because it's Christmas time. Let's put it in there. We can't not have the Simpsons because we promised it. So w- people will find it. It's like you know, we don't need to give them their own like category just yet. But like, maybe they're holding that stuff. Maybe they're holding that stuff to like I was saying where. They finally, they don't need it right now. Everybody's jumping. They said 10 million people subscribed to Disney Plus in the first day, right? So it's kind of a, a runaway hit in that regard. Um, so maybe they're waiting for that immediate install base to, to to sort of top out. I say we all fucking, we all just, you know, we we let them know. Like we, we all fucking get rid of Disney Plus as soon as we have to start paying for it. And then when they ask why, we're like, you don't got Freddy got fingered on there, though. Wouldn't that be crazy if there really was like a mass exodus? Everybody quit after the seven day trial. Like everybody on the seventh day, we all just fucking stopped and didn't renew. And we all say the same thing. No Freddy got fingered, no dice. But anyway, they don't need it. They don't need all that extra shit now. So it makes sense why they wouldn't load it with everything they got. So maybe once, you know, the first quarter passes and they've acknowledged their early adopters and they're like, okay, our early adopters are in place. Uh, numbers have kind of like plateaued. Now we need to like add more stuff to get more people. Like now let's add the adult stuff. You know what I mean? To, to lure in a different market and stuff like that. So I'm hoping that's what they're doing. I mean, I'd be all right with that because they have more than enough to keep me busy. I mean, I'm fine. Um, Cause it, I mean, there's a, there's a it's it's a it's a nostalgia trip right now. Now for right now it's just going through nostalgia. That's all it is. Like holy shit, you remember that old Disney Channel movie? Holy shit, you remember that old cartoon, the Gummy Bear cartoon? Holy fuck, what is this stuff? I've thought about in years. Now that what if they're not planning on ever putting it on? They're like, oh, we don't need to. They that we got them with the nostalgia bug. But that, you don't want to watch those old movies anyway. You got all the Marvel movies. Those are the movies that matter now. But that doesn't make any sense. Why? I mean, I know there's. It's it's possible that uh, what what can I compare it to? It's possible that they bought Fox for bigger reasons, and you know shit like Die Hard and Aliens and all those franchises just happened to be included. You know what I mean? Like they bought a lot on eBay. They bought that lot on eBay for that one or two 
items and they just kind of get the rest, you know, along with it. You know what I mean? I don't know, but it still seems like sitting on capital. I think they'll use it. Uh, otherwise, what's the point? I know those properties, they could obviously if they want to make we know they're going to milk sequels and, and, and do reboots and shit like that. Um, you know, they'll probably eventually do an alien and all that stuff and try and revamp the series like star Wars and they'll make money like that. But what about the existing stuff? Yeah. This chick's, this chick's kind of a babe, by the way. Yeah. She's hot. I kind of want to see bootleg mag bust a fat ass nut all over her chest. She's already got, she got a pearl necklace already. Oh yeah. So yeah, anyway, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, they can make more money by making these new flicks in the future, you know, off uh, established franchises, but they're just sitting on old movies like Die Hard with a Vengeance and Aliens and all that stuff. Like, the only revenue they're really going to make is putting it on the streaming service, you know? So I don't understand why they don't, and I think it's just a matter of time. They're fuckboys. Dude, Val Kilmer's wearing shit tons of makeup. Is he? Dude, look at all that makeup on his face, dude. He's wearing more makeup than the girl. I never notice. You don't look, dude. Look around his eyes. His his, his face is like pink. You're not supposed to notice that. They should they should fire. Nah, his fucking makeup. His guy. makeup is heavy, heavy, heavy. Like you just heavy, heavy, low, low. Heavy, heavy, low, low. Like his eyes have like yeah. His, he's got some eye some eyeliner or something going on. Eyeliner. He's a fucking uh. He's uh, he, he's in a uh, fucking uh Green Day when they made American Idiot or something. Do you th- do you know they're they're like I don't know if it's started or uh or if it's to be but Green Day's doing a stadium tour with like fucking Fallout Boy and Weezer like a triple package and I'm like Weezer but I'm like God this is like uh, awesome for anybody that loved that shit 20 years ago because these are all just I don't know it doesn't sound like a good time to me yeah I saw somebody somebody put out an article saying emo is not dead and people were like what the, the, none of those bands are emo. Well, the fuck emo. That's the thing Matt keeps alive on his fucking pages. He's all he's all. What's the best Weezer album, by the way? I don't like Weezer. Blue album or Pinkerton? I don't like. Uh, I think Pinkerton's the fan, the big favorite. Uh, but I don't like it. I'm oh, not a blue album. Probably. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. Fuck boy. Uh, I'm just not a fan of Weezer. It's not really my thing. And when- blue album is good front to back. Pinkerton, it's spotty the first half. The second half is dank AF though. Doesn't Pinkerton have that? Duh, duh, that song. Duh, duh, you know, that's a blue album. Oh yeah. Okay. Which ones were on duh, Pinkerton? Duh. Which hits? Um, fucking, uh, well, that song from Angus was a B-side from, uh, Pinkerton. You gave your love to me softly. Pinkerton was the debut, right? No, it was the second album. Fuck. Okay. See, that shows you how big of a Weezer guy I am. But I, I don't know. It's not my thing. And, and when they were real popular, like when I was in oh, fucking high school, like freshman year, eighth grade, I don't know. It was... I I have more of an open mind now, but back then I was just discovering my musical shit, and I was into like heavy stuff. I was real into. I, I got around that time when the kids were listening to Weezer. I got real into like the Seattle stuff, like Soundgarden and Alice in Chains and that shit. Um, so I don't know. I just wasn't into the Weezer stuff. Fallout Boy, I was much too old. I'm like, yeah, this shit's really not fucking good. I don't. I, I can't do that. That might have been right at your age point, though. Were you into Fall Out Boy? No. How old were you when they broke with that fucking, uh, what's that we're song? We're going down, down, in a bit, in a bit. And this, this. 
I'll be a number one with the bullet. I always, I always laughed at that video because that guy's sideburns were dank AF. Yeah, he looks ridiculous. I want to comment him. And then Green Day. I, I've never Green Day was really popular, obviously, when I was in middle school. And then they had that Dookie. Re- yeah, around Dookie and, and even like Nimrod. Time of Your Life came out. That one song. Insomnia. Insomnia is after Dookie. Nimrod was no no. Well, I know, but people just like that one hit, and I heard the album was shit, other than that, like, one time of your life. Um, yeah. And then there was, fuck, what was the uh, warning? Was that the one that came after that, that nobody really That was a dang album, I thought. I liked that growing up. But uh, but I remember it wasn't really, not being a Green Day fan, you know, you kind of get a certain perspective, because, like, okay, so not being an avid Green Day guy, you know Dookie's huge because you hear the fucking influence all over the place in pop culture. All the songs on the radio, stuff on TV, and you know American Idiot was huge because, once again, I know that they had like four or five fucking songs all over the radio, and they were all over TV again. Um, and I just know that Warning was like, wow, these. it didn't seem like it was their best hour because it, it, they had that one song, that one single that wasn't really gaining any traction, the title track. No, then it had fucking uh, fucking minority. That song was on there. I think uh, I think the first time I heard of Green Day, I saw hmm, Angus. No, what is the? Well, no, I what? It, no, it's not the first time. But what was the song that was on? Uh, the fucking follow up to Dookie. What was the single? Uh, damn it, damn it. Damn it. That's not on Dookie? Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Basket case? No, that's, uh, what is this? A brain stew. That's not, that's not on Dookie? No. Okay, so what, what's... Insomnia. 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 Whatever it's called. Fuck. There was, they had one video on Beavis and Butthead, and I can't remember what it... Was Jaded? The, the fast, <laughs> short song? I don't know, but I was never. I was. That sounded like Motorhead or something. Yeah, da, 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 Tony Hawk mode, man. Tony Hawk three. They ripped it off. Did I try playing that? They just played it on guitar. Did you, did you play that Tony Hawk HD collection they put on PS3, where they kind of just gave you? A, yep. I don't know how I felt about that, where they just kind of gave you like a, a best of, like remix of the best of the levels. I mean, it was it was fine. I had fun playing it, but I noticed playing it in 1080p. And I don't know if it was a fa- uh, probably a better frame rate, dude. It, it made me nauseous. Unlike the PS2, because you're a boomer. Un- <laughs> Unlike the PS2 games, maybe. But probably 60 frames a second is uh, not. You, you can't get used to it. Look at them tits. Yeah, she's bent over, man. She's all ready for you. You should have been like, dude. It's true though, man. I'm not. I don't think I'm a fan of 60 frames. I'm just not. Uh, it, it's passable in some kind of games, obviously. Like, uh, in like the games, you don't were- think fucking uh, Metal Gear Solid Five just looked smooth as butter. No, that game didn't make me sick, but I think that's due to the uh, uh, what the it's not third person. What the fuck would you call that? The over the shoulder, just the way the screen moves. You know, it's like it moves with me. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. but if it's got a free roaming camera. Like, if you were to put Mario 64, like, if you were to remake that and have that sort of camera, it might make me sick. All I know is, I can't stand first-person shooters for some reason. They make me fucking sick. Maybe you need to fucking take down the sensitivity on the fucking Y and X axis. I don't, 
yeah, I don't know how to do that. I need to look into it. I, I wish I could descale de on that. I wish that would be a setting in games to turn down the frames. I don't think it is, but I would do it. No, I, I don't. I, 30 frames looks just fine to me. I get why they do 60 frames. Um, I, the only time I can really tolerate 60 frames is when it's a game that doesn't really need it. You know what I mean? Like, I really want to play medieval, right? That's probably 60 frames, but it doesn't need to fucking be medieval. I get why they want Mario Kart to be 60 frames. I get why they want, like, a, a high-octane shooter. Doom? Man, I want to love that game. I, I still haven't been able to get all the way through it because it's like, fuck, it's just so crazy. It makes me nauseous, man. They got shit coming at you uh, every way from Sunday. And I still haven't played and beaten Resident Evil 7 because it just made me nauseous. Like fucking Filbert. Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. Did you watch that Rocco special? Did you watch that Rocco uh, Netflix movie, by the way? Hell yeah. What'd you think about that modern twist with the the, the, the tranny, the son? I thought that was fucking, uh, that was the cleverest thing in the show. And it was great because everybody was pissed off about it. It was, uh, it was interesting. Because uh, fucking frogs really do that in real life. They they could just, their they gender could just switch. Yeah. Hey, that's why that's 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 why we had that issue in Jurassic Park because they use frog DNA to make the dinosaurs to clone them, right? And, yes. And then they were uh, changing sex and they started having babies. BD Wong showed me that. Hell yes! Would you change sex? You could. <sighs> no, I'm all right. I'm why not? Good. Why I'm, not? I'm just uh, just to have a pussy for fun. <laughs> okay. No. You get fucked in it. No, it's all right. Your cave flooded with jism. I'm good. I'm all right. Oh, I'd be looking at myself naked all the time. Hey, uh, sticking all the things I could find up there. You brought up Freddy got fingered, and it made me want to bring something up as far as the Disney I would thing get goes. Fingered. Yeah, okay, you get fingered in your faux pussy. I get it. Um, but listen, now I refuse to believe that they're just not going to do anything with popular franchises. Fox had like they're going to take advantage of Alien and Die Hard eventually, Predator, but. I bet you some Fox movies are obviously just sort of like included in the package deal that they'll probably just bury. I mean, they're not going to resurrect fucking Freddy Got Fingered. They're not re-releasing that movie. That's because they're beta. I'm I'm pretty sure. You know, it's just like uh, it's just like if somebody wins like a home auction. Somebody's like auctioning off uh, an estate, right? And you kind of get everything that's in the estate. Mm-hmm. Or Storage Wars, right? Where someone auctions and bids for the storage container. They don't know what's in there. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they know what they maybe they know something's in there they want and they bid and they win it, but they don't want all the other fucking shit. They just wanted certain things. So they're going to sit there and just get rid of throw out all the bullshit. I don't think Fox is going to do anything with Freddy got fingered. I don't think I think there's plenty of stuff they might just bury, unfortunately, and uh, bury themselves. Fuck boys. Yeah. Do you know how they like shit on like smaller chain theaters by like. Yeah, you can't fucking show any other movie. Uh, if you have two screens, you got to show our movie on both of them. No, they do weird shit like that. Yeah. Wait, what? No, go. What's, when do they say that? To any like smaller, uh, like mom and pop fucking theaters, they put out. Like if you got six screens or eight screens. Yeah, they got to show on every freaking one of the screens. Or we're not gonna license out our movie to you. Uh, no, I haven't heard about that. I, I've heard about them strong arming people though wasn't that a thing with um fuck wasn't that a thing with uh which tarantino flick was it i think it was in glorious bastards no 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 it was uh django because he was on howard stern he did an interview and there's a theater in hollywood i guess 
that will they they promise Tarantino. I guess they play movies in in full like uh, uh you know film. They don't do digital shit, and it's 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 all that stuff, right? Um, mm-hmm. And he was going to have the premiere at this theater in in the classic and the real and all that stuff in the way that he always wants his films to be interpreted because he's super old minded. Um, anyway, the theater pulled out at the eleventh hour and said we can't do it. And he wasn't necessarily upset with the theater because what happened is Disney strong armed him. Disney said, um, if you don't, I don't know what it was. It was something to do with what you're saying. I don't know if they had a couple of movies in the theater or if they had a problem with Tarantino's flick altogether. And they were also showing like the newest Pixar or whatever it was. It was, no, it wasn't, it was star Wars or something. Who knows what it was. It was a big fucking tentpole movie of Disney's. Anyway, they stepped in and said, uh, no, you have to cancel that because we're doing this. And if you don't, you can't carry our movie like a star Wars or whatever it was at, at all. So they kind of put the theater in this tough situation financially, right? To back out on their deal. You're going to tell me I can't show star Wars or the inevitable eight different versions where you add different fucking, uh, creatures and do the fucking movie. You know, it, it's, it's like, it, it's them throwing their weight around and it's kind of inappropriate saying, look, no, you need to fuck, fuck off on this deal. We're coming in and we're taking that theater. Um, and if you don't, comply you're not going to be you're not we won't let you have fucking avengers at all and that's like revenue so yeah i've heard about disney doing shit like that and it's bullshit so what you're telling me about the screen stuff that's not surprising but yeah that's another thing that people were talking about the new fucking uh a new hope has they changed the fucking movie again or something again yeah i i don't it's the the who shot first thing that people always bitch about i don't know what they did hopefully they fucking put it to rest and fucking solo just pulls his cock out and shoots that first all over the fucking little green bastard <laughs> uh fucking fills him with goo yeah i don't know but sticks him to the wall. Yeah, with the Netflix thing, man. Hopefully, like I said, Nickelodeon isn't nearly the powerhouse Disney is. But hopefully, they come out swinging with it. And Nickelodeon, they own Turtles, right? Please put all the old shit. Don't give us new stuff. I mean, I'm all for that too because the Rocco it is greenlit a new Turtles show on Netflix. Yeah, fuck that new shit. I want upload all fucking ten seasons or whatever it is of the classic show. Kind of, you know, uh, do that and do your new content. Upload all. Yeah, the- do that so we can watch it for five minutes and be like, "This sucks." Not how I remembered it. Fuck this old shit. That's all Disney Plus is. <laughs> it, like I said, Disney Plus right now is nothing but a nostalgia trip. It's us going through and seeing all these shows we watched when we were kids, and like, "Whoa, I can't believe this is on here." Watching like ten minutes and be like, "Okay, I'm good." <laughs> That's the whole. Eventually, they got smart guy on there. I saw that. I put that in my favorites, man. I put that in my watch list. <laughs> He's a smart guy. But, and I'm sure that's not going to be good. Smart house. Smart house, yeah. Um, Deckard from uh, Halloween Resurrection, the best movie in the series. Most loved, too. They got fucking shows like Phil the Future, those smart guy, Phil the... Smart guy, I think that was like an... That's so weird. Halloween Town. Smart guy... I mean, I guess it has to be owned by Disney. Um, I don't know if it was like an ABC show. It wasn't a Disney Channel show. I'm I say it was on WB originally. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I could have swore it was on WWWB. So at some point they must have bought it because WB still its own thing. I remember it was on uh, the Disney Channel for a while. Even Stevens. Yeah, uh, I'd probably like even Stevens still. 
I, I, I put that in my favorites. You know, I, the only person that can compete with with fucking Disney is Warner Brothers, man. That's who uh, that's who Netflix should have tickled the balls of. We're gonna watch uh, even Stevens just because we want to fuck Ren, and I'm not. I don't mean Stimpy's friend. Yeah, Ren. Ren's underage, dude, in the show. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Damn my fucking childhood memories. Yeah, that's so weird. Isn't that weird thinking about that? Like when you were like, in, isn't that weird thinking about like the the girls or whatever you had crushes on when you're like kindergarten, first grade, or second grade? You 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 have this like visualizations. Like you know, I've got friends that'll say like, oh yeah, she was so hot. I'm like, dude, think about it. You're fucking 35 now, and you're and the last time you saw this girl. You guys were in the fucking sixth grade, and you're just like, yeah, you remember her being hot. But if you really think of and visualize about what you're saying right now, it's fucked up. Hell yeah! Like I did that with I did that with Riverman. Uh, not that long. <laughs> I did that not that long ago, but it still works for me because the chick's still hot. The chick, the chick from Cousin Skeeter, she got hotter. Riverman. Uh, I was telling him this story. I think not that long ago, where uh, in middle school, right? You know how there's always like the it girls, like the 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 the, the main girl, like holy shit, like she's like the shit. Um, which mm-hmm. is funny because all those like quote unquote it girls, I swear, all of them, man. Oh, I'll be right back. I forgot something. He'll be back. right back. Hopefully, he's not too long. Well, I want to save that story for when Zach gets back. I can't just uh, not include him with it. Hey, there's Michael Goff. There's Alfred himself. I didn't realize he was in this. We can do a gospelitation. Hey, so that's funny. Val Kilmer and Michael Goff worked together prior. That's interesting. The fuck did he go? I fucking made a fucking huge mistake. What? I put a fucking can in there to get it cold, and I forgot. It fucking froze and so. That ain't the first. We should do a complicated compilation of clips from our shows where Zach had that issue and he had to get up because he froze cans of soda. Or clear American. Well, so far we got two. Mm. Hey, so I was mentioning while you were gone that Michael Goff, there's Alfred himself. He was in a movie with there's Val- some titties, baby. Listen to me. He was in a movie. Movie. He was in a movie with Val Kilmer before Batman Forever. This is you know what I'm saying. That- Did they fuck? No, but isn't that weird? That's weird. It is. They acted before. Um. Anyway, so you know, I can imagine when he signed on to do to Batman Forever, Michael Goff again. They're like, "Oh yeah, and we were cast uh, Batman with uh, Val Kilmer." He's like, "Oh yeah, that guy I worked on in that Nazi movie. He was nice. He wore a lot of makeup." Yeah, we we got drunk one night. I stuck his my dick in his mouth, and like we promised, we'd never talk about it again. Hey, so and it was really fucking easy to not fucking have to talk about because we never saw each other until you guys fucked it all up. I held off on making my point and telling a story because you weren't here. Um, so, but let me go back to it. We're talking about how like you remember girls from the past, you know, when you were all underage. Okay. Yeah, I fucking left for a reason. I got a warrant. No, I'm joking. Go ahead. <laughs> no, so Riverman had this issue. I think. Um, what was it? Uh, I was telling him this story where, and I was saying how it's funny how like the quote unquote it girls of, of middle school or high school, it's funny because they might've been top of the food chain then. But I, I swear, if you look, if you look them up after high school, they all like started having kids immediately and they all put on a whole bunch of weight and they all just like, don't give a fuck anymore. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, what mm. happened to you? And it's actually the backwards for a lot of girls, man. There was a lot of girls in middle school and high school that were, you know, wallflowers. Right. And they, they were, mm quiet and shy and they just fucking came out of their shells man they're just totally banging now so uh, it's really interesting how that works out but anyway uh the it girl of our middle school she uh, was one of those girls that smoked right i didn't smoke anyway uh i had 
some friends that would come and take they knew my parents smoked and they would get me to give them cigarettes and I didn't care. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I give my buddy cigarettes. Your mom and dad worked hard to fucking buy those smokes. <laughs> yeah, my mom and my mom would always fucking leave cigarettes in her uh, car and stray cigarette. So it wasn't hard. I mean, it was stuff that she never missed. She always lost that stuff. So I'm like, yeah, go ahead, fucking have at it. Did you sell them? No, I never sold them. I oh, I did. I beta. I did trade my dad's marijuana for porno magazines though. Donk. But I'll get to that. Have I told that story? I've told that story. You should have fucking got the pornos, took the weed back, and then smoked the weed and watched the porn. Have I told that story, the the porno? I think you did, yeah. Yeah, I might recap that in a second. But the cigarette thing. Anyway, I got a phone call from this girl one day. And uh, like she gave me her number at school, and she calls she me. She got some big old titties. Dude, like I said, I'm not going to fall victim of this, thing, this trap. <laughs> okay, oh, yeah, I wish I could just come on. I'm still like, what? No, anyway... Uh, she came over with her best friend at the time, who was also, you know, one of the, one of that clique. And she wanted me to give her cigarette. I didn't have any cigarette. No, I think I might've been able to score some, but anyway, she said she would suck my dick. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. She said, she said that they, uh, she would, well, she said they would both give me head, but she said she would suck my dick for a pack of cigarettes. And I'm like, to be honest with you, man, I was like. 12 and i was scared like uh, uh, i gotta go fuck up yeah i fucking flaked i'm like ah and i think i was feeling inferior because uh this is around the age um that i think i've kind of told this before i couldn't really ejaculate until the next summer <laughs> right i did so and, I, and I, so you could the joke would have been on them they would have been sucking for a long ass time <laughs> yeah, that's right uh i really would have made them work for it but uh no i this is the the previous summer, so it's weird. I was at this weird age where I had all the urges and all the hormones, but I couldn't actually fucking, boop, I couldn't actually shoot anything, and so I didn't really know how to masturbate right. I'm like, what am I fucking doing this wrong? Am I not? You know, I was fucking three liter bottles and all kinds of stuff. I, I you know, I was trying. I was giving it my all. And so, and that was already bothering me because it's like, you know, you had friends in, high, in, in middle school saying like, oh yeah, I could fucking come. Yeah. Ooh, I could. It's so weird. Hell yeah. Because in middle school, nobody was having sex really. Uh, in high school, people in the locker room lie about nailing chicks. In middle school, since you're not quite there yet, everybody's lying about fucking ejaculating for some reason. It's really gay now when I think about it. Because I remember like... You know, people and guys in my circle were literally bragging about and boasting about that shit. Like, oh yeah, fucking. I, yeah, I, man, I can fill up a fucking whole mason jar with my cum. Yeah, it's like I come so, but I, I'll fuck. I can jack off and I come a lot. Yeah. Oh, you're not a. You can't fucking shoot ropes, bro. I'm a big comer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. Anyway, so I felt inferior because they were fucking lineable stuff. I, I still couldn't do it yet. So anyway, that was around the time when they made that offer. And I'm like, ah, I, yeah, I, I flaked out. Like, little do they know, I probably can't. And I'm like, it was that whole inferiority complex thing. And and I did it. I was telling Riverman this story. Riverman knew about it at the time. But I was telling him this story again, like, not that long ago. And he did that whole thing where it's like, oh, you're crazy. Like, you know, like dude, fucking dude, you're the one telling the story. You could easily lie about it now. I, like, yeah, I took him up on that offer. I fucking, I, I destroyed their throats. Her, her, yeah, her friend did join in. Now I... No, I, I'm not. I'm not somebody that's gonna fucking lie for shit. Like, I, I'm, I'll be the first to admit. Like, I, that night, I probably went back to lubing up a three liter Shasta bottle with some hair conditioner and fucking that till I didn't come. You know, 
I'd have been like, oh, she was sitting there, buh, 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 and the other chick is just blah, sitting there blah, fucking teabagging my ball blah, sack blah, in her blah, mouth. Blah, Same blah, time. Blah, blah. Yeah. But, um, Donk. Anyway, so yeah, it was funny. We, we, we kind of have that mindset sometimes, and it's really weird to think about. Uh, but, yeah, the porn story I told you, man, I never sold, I, I wasn't like outwardly like advertising it. Just I had a couple of friends that knew that hung around me a lot and they lived in the neighborhood. So they knew my parents had certain stuff uh, and I had certain stuff in my in my grasp, my reach. And so whatever, you know, if they asked, I really didn't give a fuck. I'm like, yeah, sure. Why not? Here you go. There was no peer pressure. You fucking sold those cigarettes, but the, the cops might have found out and put you in a headlock, killed you. Yeah, but the only time was the weed, man. When my uh, one of my probably he was my one of the, my best friends in middle school, but now that I think back, I'm like, why well, was I friends with that guy? He's a fucking asshole. We always have, we all have those friends, by the way. It's like, why I fucking lie, hang out with this kid? Yeah, like a kid was an asshole. Like to everybody, he was an asshole. All my friends were kind of like that. I remember one time my grandma died, like with my dad's mom, mm-hmm. and so like I'm at I'm at school and I tell them, and then uh, like I, I kind of look down, like oh man, yeah, I don't I don't want to think about that. Then I look up and I see them just watching me, and they're all smiling, like they're just waiting for me to start crying. I'm like, these people are my friends. What the fuck? Fuck these people. Yeah, dude, they're they're fucking. And it's funny because not just him, but like kind of a, a lot of the clique, the whole group, you know, Riverman doesn't count. Riverman, I'm still friends with this day and we're more alike than we are different. And, but the rest of those guys that we'd hang out with, it's so funny. Yeah, they're all assholes. They would they would pick on like weaker kids and like, you know, kids that didn't have any friends. Like they were just fucking they're basically like jock type fucking assholes. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, but I didn't hang out with any jogs. Everybody was just a douchebag. Everybody was like, I got to get them before they get me. It's like a weird fucking uh, mentality. Uh, hierarchy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, anyway, a river man actually told me uh, a few weeks ago, he was at a bar. He went to a bar in Lincoln, Nebraska, you know, cause he lives in Omaha and he was in Lincoln to go see a Husker game. He's a big fucking Husker guy, corn Husker. And he went to this bar near the stadium and these people that were in the bar he during the day he ran into fucking three of the fucking guys that we were all in that click with and they were still to this day all hanging out three or four of them and they were all just like picking up like it never they it never ended they're all together talking about the same old thing calling stuff gay on the screen saying gay a lot you know fag a lot like and i was like he said hi he's like they had and it, but it's like they invite you know, the last time somebody called me a fag like not ironically was probably in like fucking high school yeah that well that was all the fucking rage in the in <laughs> in the year fucking 2000 holy shit there's the kush wow dude would you smoke kush with the, with kush and jack off on that fucking eye growth he's got that looks pretty what that looks pretty cool are they speaking in reverse what's funny is like he doesn't look as good as the star wars uh CGI, where they put him in that Rogue One. Yeah, he had a better dick in that movie. The Rogue One. Yeah, they're they're like talking reverse. The whole show, they probably shot it reverse, and they're just acting backwards. I wonder why. I can't, I can't, I can't hear any of the dialogue, so I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, okay, I see it. He just threw it up there, and it looked like. Um, but yeah, anyway, he, he said he ran into that group, and and they of course asked him, "Oh yeah, you want to join us?" He's like, "No, I'm good." You know, he's not, it was cordial, but it's like, I, I, you know, I'm good, man. It's so funny because I don't think any of those guys, I'm not sure any of those guys actually have kids. So it was probably easier for them to kind of stay in that headspace, that, that mentality. 
you know, everybody else grows up and I don't know, fucking has other things on their plate. They're, they're, they, they get a kid finally and the, the kid comes to him and he's like, dad, I got to tell you something. He's like, what are you fag? And he's like, yes, dad. He's like, oh, fuck. I don't, I'm not prepared for this. I never grew up out of fucking high school. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So I guess uh, fucking bring me a drink, fag. <laughs> something like that. Yeah, but. Uh, you donk. So that, that that was the only time. There's just one kid in that group and he was there uh, when River ran into him. He was in our neighbor. He was in my neighborhood and his dad had gone to prison. His dad like walked away from it. He was in prison. He was never coming back and deadbeat. And, uh, but I went to his house in his mom's room and he's like, here, I got to show you something. And he went into his mom's like uh dresser and in the bottom dresser was just loads and loads and loads of like the sleaziest porn mags. Not, we're not, I mean, there was some Playboy in there, but we're talking about Penthouse, Hustler, fucking Club, like these, f- oh boy, fucking uh, Hustler himself, fucking Larry Flint, I'd suck yeah. his dick. Look at these, uh, look at this babe. Yeah, is this fucking Blue Lagoon, are we gonna see Brooke Shields tits? Fucking 13 year old tits? She kinda looks like Valerie Bertinelli. Who that? Wait, is that Valerie Bertinelli? Is that Alex Winter? <laughs> I don't know. But who's Valerie Bertinelli? Was she from? Uh, she started one day at a time, and she was Eddie Van Halen's wife and for years. And she married him in like 1982, and that's what she's really famous for as well. And you know Eddie Van Halen's fat ass son who took over bass and Van Halen—that's their love child, Wolfgang. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, he had this like treasure trove of porn. Now me being like fucking 11 and 12 and. Yeah, I was all about it back then because I had never seen anything like that. And like I said, this was this wasn't no Playboy. This was like, and that's what he even said. He's like, "Oh yeah, there's like Club, dude. Have you heard of Club Magazine? I don't even know if it's still around. I don't know. It was all these really sleazy, non-mainstream mags uh, that were, you know, they weren't even Hustler and, and Penthouse. He's like, "Oh yeah, it's like I got the one, like those are the ones, those are the good ones. They got like the open coochies." I'm like what? Hell I'm yeah! Like, open what? Spreading it. Yeah, it was, but it was like real, real. You could just hawk a loogie in that pussy. <laughs> anyway, he's like, uh, yeah, it's like if you uh, score me some, uh, score me a little bit of your dad's weed or whatever now and again, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll give you the stuff. And I'm like, well, I can't just take it home with me. That's a little, you know, <laughs> obvious. Um, so what he did was he worked out this little arrangement where I would like probably the day before I'd. I'd give him a little bit of stuff when my parents weren't home. And then he would get home before me in the neighborhood because I took the bus. And before I got home, he would leave me a porno magazine um, underneath the the rain gutter where it drips out, you know, on the ground, you can lift it up Mm -hmm. and he'd leave one under there, like a little hiding spot. So I'd come home like a subscription or something on Monday and I'd, I'd go to the side of the house, lift, lift, up, lift up the gutter on the ground, and there'd be a fucking fresh uh, nudie under there. And uh, and it was so crazy because... Nudie magazine day. And it was especially easy to get away with, too, like in the wintertime because we had snow everywhere. But under that gutter, there ain't no snow. And he'd sit there and put it under there. And What if your dad found it? He fucking found out you're stealing his weed. He, just, he fucking shoots his nut in the book and writes on it with his semen like stop stealing my weed bitch dude my fucking dad never some glitter on it my dad never lifted a finger around the house he he was that guy that let shit break and never got around to fixing it he certainly wasn't going near no fucking gutters man 
right? Hell yeah. Um, anyway, so when I would take the magazine, that's where he would drop it off, and I would take it inside. I would then add it a- into my closet, to my collection. I amassed a collection at a point, and I would put them in my Sony PlayStation 1 box. And I, I, oh, I just yeah. figured, uh, well, I don't want to hide them under a bed. I don't want to do anything like that because I got little brothers and sisters that you know might that come in the room in and out and whatever. Like I, I think they'll find them. That's when you show them. No, but uh, so I figured, okay, I'll put them in my PlayStation box that's kept up my closet. I think that's pretty safe. No one's going to go into that. Um, but naturally, I did get busted. I think I've told the story at some point. I came home from school one day, and as soon as I hit the foot of the door, I just hear my dad's loud, booming voice, you know, off screen somewhere, right, down the hall, just, you know, sit down and wait there until I call you. And I sit down. Until I get done jacking off with this magazine. I sit down, and I'm nervous, man, because my dad was an angry guy. And then I'm waiting. I feel like... I don't know. I feel like I'm on death row or something. And then all of a sudden I, I hear, you know, he calls me to come in there. And so with trepidation, I'm walking down that hallway and I go in the bedroom. He opens the door and he basically says, it's so interesting and creative, you know, how creative your little sister can, can get when she wants, you know, some, some, when she wants to find something to draw Bubba's on, which that's what she called puppies, Bubba's. Cause she was obsessed with like getting ink pens and drawing like shitty looking dogs on the walls. Like they didn't, so your sister, bro. Yeah. You know, you know, when like a kid's like two and they draw on the walls, it's like that, that's a, that's a dog, a Bubba. It looks like a fucking ant. Like, okay. Anyway, <laughs> she was obsessed with it. And my dad went the extra mile of really dressing up the scene because he 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 made it a point to take every nudie magazine I had and spread them all evenly all over the floor, all over my room, all over my bed, open to the nastiest pictures, like to make it more. Humiliating. He should have walked in and made it awkward for him, like, "Oh, Dad, oh, I gotta jack off now." Oh, yeah, <laughs> no, but Just shoot all over the pictures. But no, dude, I was looking at these pages and shit like that, and yeah, you're right. They had fucking my little sister's shitty looking cookie dog looking things drawn all over the fucking naked people. <laughs> and uh yeah that was really really humiliating but my dad the worst part is he confiscated all of it and he just took it for himself <laughs> he did that, that fucking belongs to him you took his weed yeah he didn't know but did he find out how you getting them well no he he so that wasn't even on the table it was just like hey i got busted to a porno magazine and they of course asked me where i my mom my dad at the I don't know. My dad was being such an authoritative figure, authoritative figure on this because he didn't give it. Dude, my dad, my dad fucking watched porn. He was the biggest fucking sleazeball in the world. So, like, well, he should really care. Um, but my mom, of course, asked me where I got it, and I lied. I said a totally different name. I told, I said, I said the name of one of our friends that I've name dropped before that didn't live in the neighborhood. <laughs> you know, so they weren't going to actually pursue anything. Uh, a friend that always took the fall because they didn't know their parents. Yeah. Yeah, you had that too. Everybody had that friend. Yeah. Oh, it's this guy. And um, anyway, <laughs> so he he fucking confiscates all of it. And uh, yeah, I don't know. He took all of it and he was and he jacked he, off to yeah, it. Yeah, dude. Of course. Well, I have some gnarly stories that involve that material that he ended up he got from me that I can't talk about on the podcast. It's just fucking dire shit but anyway that's that's probably for a private discussion but anyway dude i swear not only was that it for the next i probably fucking month dude he did nothing but call me jackie like jack oh he's like oh yeah it's like eh, that's what he said he said and for the next uh foreseeable future you're gonna be known as jackie 
the kid that jacks it. Yeah. Because it's humiliating. When you're like 11 or 12, like, oh, you jack off. <laughs> you know, because you're just like discovering that stuff. And little did he know I really couldn't jack off. I couldn't. I should have been like, well, dad, actually, I can't ejaculate. I'm just trying. I'm just fucking Shasta bottles. He didn't know that. You should have told him, like, ever since you took those, I've been coming in your room while you're sleeping and jacking off in your fucking face, bitch. Dude, uh, dude you know how humiliating that would have been if you would have found, like, a Shasta <laughs> bottle with, like, that was lubed up around the rim and stuff like that? Oh, yeah, if you would have oh, yeah. found the paraphernalia, the jack-off, like, 101 kit. You should have told him you were doing what my cousin Mark said his friend was doing, just fucking having sex with the conditioner bottle. And putting it back on the shelf. Oh, back on the... How could he fit his dick in a conditioner bottle? Yeah, I don't know. You just said he, he fucked the conditioner bottles, donk. My little... uh, Maybe he meant he was sticking it in his ass. Oh, that'd have been fucking hotter. That's the only way I could see how he could physically... And then fucking just putting the other... Screwing the lid off the shampoo bottle and using that to collect the cummies. <laughs> maybe... <laughs> But, uh, you know, my 11-year-old thicky needed a three-liter Shasta bottle, and even then it would get stuck. That's why I needed the lubes, right? Mm. But, uh, no, he really put it back in the shower? Uh, I don't know. I asked him, like, wait, he does it? Then just leaves it in the shower? He's like, I don't know, man. It, Dude, my friend told me that. It's so fucked up. If I was your dad and you did that, I would fucking disown you, give you back to God, all of it, man. I'd sell you into <laughs> sex trafficking, all of it. You'd be done. That'd be dog. You'd be done. Um, it'd be like that Stu Pickles gag on Rugrats where he washed his hair with honey. You know, and he had that like sticky orange hair except to be fucking cum. Hell yeah. Oh man, that's crazy. Um, no, but anyway, to, to wrap around to what you were asking, I, I was so humiliated. And then I just kind of asked my mom, like, can I please go outside and, and can I go outside? And you know, cause they never, they berated me, but I never actually got grounded, which is weird, you know? Cause so that tells me now in hindsight that, they weren't really judging me because I was just a young boy, right? Um, it's just one of those things. And uh, my mom said, yeah, but just for a little bit. I fucking, dude, I want to get out of that house fast. And the first thing I did was I wanted to book out the door and run straight to my friend's house who gave me all that shit and just kind of, I just want to get far. I want to be like blocks away. And uh, when I was on the way out the door, I hear my dad yell, oh, yeah, and stop fucking touching my weed. He knew about it. And I was like, holy shit. And I just ran. And it never came up again. As dog. It never came up again. So uh, he it, literally, I stopped, and it never came up again from him either. And I just, I think it was one of those things, too, where he also understood. You know, I was a kid, and it's funny, man. That fucker would beat me and throw me downstairs and do all kinds of bullshit for stuff that I didn't even do. But when I when it came down to stealing his weed and, and, and obtaining pornography, it was like some kind of rite of passage. I, I, Hell yeah! I don't under I don't fucking understand. Did you ever like have daydreams like listening to fucking corn about how like you're gonna grow dreads and fucking go into your dad's room and say beating me down, beating and be like, yeah, dad, you can't beat me no more. I'm too big for you now, Jonathan Davis. Hey, what's funny though is uh, I I guarantee you there is a nine out of ten probability chance that during this story I was wearing a corn shirt because. Dude, I was, it was like what, 1999 or something, dude? Uh, corn was fucking huge. They're on the rage. Yeah, I had this. I had a corn shirt. It was just a black shirt, and it had the the logo on the chest, and just it was like in some kind of like oval logo. It was very simple, and then it had some like text in the back. I wore that fucking shirt out, man. I loved it. But you know, corn that shit was a phase because I was real big into them in like 99, like when everybody was 2000. 
And I, I want to say maybe even 2001, but dude, by fucking end of 2001, I was completely over it. You know those bands that just kind of lasted like a two-year shelf life, three-year shelf yeah. life? Yeah. But you were all about them for a couple of few years. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that was that band for me. Um, I, there, was a, there was a couple of groups I was like that during that time. I really liked Stone Temple Pilots for a couple of years. Um, and it just kind of wore out, but... Uh-huh. Limp Biscuit, we all liked it. Everybody that says they didn't like Limp Biscuit at least a little bit for a second is lying through their fucking teeth. Exactly. You know what? Because because it did. And Limp Biscuit was the same way. I mean, fucking, I liked Limp Biscuit for like two years max. But it, in my head, it feels like longer. It feels like that period mm-hmm. was just it. Em- it embodied my childhood. But like when I think back, I'm like, no, it was really just a couple years. It's like I've been with them through thick and thin. I was I was there with uh, fucking significant other and fucking hot dog flavored water. Oh, that's only two years. My bad. I guess I haven't liked them that long. Yeah, corn too. It's like you know the last album that I was into them was Issues. I didn't get any other albums after that. I'm like yeah, it was really, really just a couple years. And even like uh, even when the album before that, the Fall Leader came out. I was so big into it, like everybody else. I got the first two albums with that album, you know. So I was like consuming the self-titled and Life Is Peachy at the same time as the new record. And then, like I said, they had one more album. I got that, and I was just kind of done with it. You know what's funny is back whenever Issues came out, uh, I, I think I was in like fourth grade, something like that, and we had this little exercise, like, "Oh yeah, tell us what you want to be when you grow up." Oh no! And I, my oh, no. fucking ass, I I wrote, "All I want in life is to be happy." And my fucking teachers were like, they they had me talk to the council. They thought, oh, this kid's fucking depressed <laughs> and shit. That's so funny. And did they? It's funny you're trying to tell them. No, you don't understand. I was just trying to be funny. His lyrics to a song. They'd be like, Zach, you don't have to cover for anybody. Stop protecting them. You can tell me. Dude, like I, uh, no, I I had counselor uh, sessions as well um, because I would come to school with fucking bruises, man. Oh yeah, I, I would have like bruises and shit, and then I'd get sent to the counselor because somebody would notice them, and they would try and get me to talk, and it was just ingrained in my head, like from my parents, like don't tell anybody anything. <laughs> like my mom, my mom, my mom just enabled it, right? My dad was doing fucking terrible things, but my mom was like also, you know, Stockholm syndrome type of thing with my dad, but she's also really scared of anything happening to the family and the kids getting taken away. This episode got dark. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, so she was just all about like super paranoia, like like don't tell anybody anything, don't talk about our family, don't talk about. It was super like, okay, do you want me to wear a tinfoil cap to school too? Um, but anyway, I, that was just ingrained in my mind, and I'm like, no, nothing, nothing, no, no. That pizza looked dank. Yeah, is that one of the village people right there, the black guy? That's what I was thinking. Every time I see a pizza in a movie or in real life, I always say, are you suicidal enough to try to get that pizza? What's that from again? <laughs> that episode, the fucking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles episode of uh, Angry Video Game Nerd. Oh, okay. That fucking pizza that's behind the booby trap. It's like there's uh, no way to get it. I always think of that. And every time I see a pizza, I'm like, are you suicidal enough to try to get that pizza? I tell you what, I cannot stand that channel anymore. Talk about a fall from grace. Yeah, fuck it. It just fell right on flat on its face from grace. I mean, it's just... It's been taken over by those fucking guys that work for them, you know, because all those those big chubby fat nerds that are all over the videos. All them titties bouncing, though. That's like the group of guys that they hired to edit his videos. Right. And for some reason, he started letting them be in the videos and they started that. What is it? That rental review show. Fuck that. 
Oh, look at that, that stringy chi. When you get that fucking pizza and the stringy chi, it won't fucking break. Oh, that's great. No, yeah, come on. How often do you get pizza like that? It's never like, you remember uh, the Turtles movie, the first one where they're eating the cheesy pizza? And is that big long string stretching from uh, Michelangelo? <laughs> and he's just gumming it because they don't have teeth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I never in my life had a pizza like that. I'm like, where is all this pizza? And I've had Domino's before. My Domino's ain't never looked like that. I remember there was this one pizza, like it was, it was like we used to get it from the store, and like I'd never heard of it before, and like it only lasted a little bit, like it seemed like it was a limited thing, but it had fucking cheese like that, and it could fucking like if you weren't careful, you could choke on it because yeah. you'd be like, <laughs> you'd be trying to fucking get it yeah. out, and it's like it just keeps going, it just keeps coming at you. Yeah, cheese like that scares me. It's like, is it real? What's in this to make it extra rubbery? But uh, you know, I think it's because by the time a pizza gets to you, it's not that fucking hot. It, you'd have to be eating that shit. Pie and right out of the oven and in oh, yeah. turtles they delivered it like there's no way it's this hot you know what's funny what well what's funny is fucking i noticed this uh, uh when it comes to like the fucking big chains for pizza like there's not a lot of them that are like really fucking dank pizzas sometimes it's like you know what you get a good fucking pizza that you cook in the oven sometimes they're just they're better than the fucking uh those you know dominoes and pizza. Dude, i hate i hate sucking conglomerate dick here but the the Walmart marketplace pizzas that you put in the oven are pretty good. You had those? The DiGiorno's? No, the ones that are like the Walmart deli, the ones that they Oh. You know, they're in, I don't know if I ever tried. The uh, what's their little Walmart deli brand? Like marketplace, the market It's like a brand. It's in a box and the pizza itself is shrink-wrapped, but uh it's not frozen. It's like refrigerated so it's soft, you know? It's not frozen solid. Oh yeah. The dude is fucking good, man. Go there and buy one sometime and they're, they're Are those made by the people in the deli or the fucking Chinese people? In the factories where they got to put the the fucking uh, the nets to stop them from jumping off. I think I think they're made in the deli because they're not frozen. They're, I was gonna say, man. they're they're in the deli area where you buy the sandwiches and the coleslaw and all that shit. And like I said, they're not frozen; they're just uh, cold. So, but they're they're fucking good, man, and they're consistent. And the price is right. I mean, you could buy a giant ass fucking you know meat lover supreme like combo pizza and. That's the thing, though. Growing up where me and Matt grew up, we had Joe's Pizza. And, like, it, it, it's ruined us. Because every time we go it, we go to Chicago, where where it's known for pizza, it's like, yeah, you like that pizza? It's like, yeah, it's dank. But it's no Joe's. Yeah, but Joe's, it's I mean, I've seen from the pictures of you guys eating there on social media and stuff, uh, Joe's is uh, is a thin slice. It's a thin crust pizza, right? Where the, the kind, oh, yeah, you can get it thick. Where, well, the kind where the grease is floating at the top. It's so thin. Uh, it rises to the cream of the top. You know, and sh- Chicago is basically eating lasagna. With, with Hell yeah. That's what it is. You need a fork. It's in that deep dish pan. And, you know, uh, it's... You could get a stuffed pizza, too. Yeah. Well... Where it's like a fucking... Uh, got another crust on top. You like lasagna? Lasagna is one of my favorite foods. That's donk. Is, uh, so is Joe's in your hometown or his hometown? Mine. Yeah. My mom makes the best lasagna. Yeah. Fucking two nights ago we had his lasagna. Because uh, my brother-in-law, uh, she, he always gets my mom's lasagna for his birthday. And uh, on his birthday, uh, he had to work, so he took a rain check. Out of nowhere, fucking two days ago, I get a call. They're like, yeah, come over. Mom's making lasagna. It's going to be donk. And hell yeah. Like uh, eight different kinds of cheese in that lasagna. I'm sure it's a biased opinion, but I don't think there's really bad lasagna. It's like pizza. Oh yeah! Like even sh- even shitty, uh, even Stouffer's shitty frozen lasagna 
is totally edible. You know what I mean? Like it's hard to really fuck up lasagna. Um, but I, I'm not. If if I had to pu- choose though, like I I'd rather not have ricotta cheese. You know, you ever have like lasagna at an Italian restaurant that has ricotta cheese? It's a little drier. Um, yeah, remember that in school where they had that fucking weird cheese like that? Mm-mm. I remember that. I'm not a huge guy for ricotta. Um, I like lasagna with cottage cheese. You ever have that where they make it with cottage cheese inside? I don't eat cottage cheese on anything. Why? It's good, dude. Fuck that. Yeah. You want to eat the cottage cheese in my ass? Hell yeah. I don't have cottage cheese in my ass. But still, I love cottage cheese. I think it's great. Dude, I eat cottage cheese. It's You know, you're all about... Uh, the watching your calories and stuff like that, dude. Cottage cheese is a great snack to eat. Like, just eat cottage cheese. Like, go get a little little tub of cottage cheese and, dude, put some fucking pepper in it. Pepper in it. Even, like, eat, eat it with some sliced tomatoes. It's good as fuck, dude. Um, they sell the cottage cheese that's, like, made from whole milk. They sell the fat-free stuff and the 1%, you know. Um, you know, and it, it tastes accordingly, like you'd think, with each one of those. But, dude, it's fucking good. And a lot of protein, man. Let me make myself perfectly clear. I am incredibly tired of the top 1% of dairy products having more wealth than the bottom 99% combined. Yeah. It's the Bernie Sanders cottage cheese. I see. Well, if I ever find myself in your uh, your hole-in-the-wall town, man, I'll, I'll eat Joe's. Fuck yes. But I probably will never go to your town because that would involve, you know, hopping on a fucking plane, a train, then a fucking donkey or something. Hanging you know, out I- with people that fuck their sister in the back of a pickup truck. That part, that part, I'm into because I want to see the fucking weird Highlandville Beavis and Butthead world you live in. Hell yeah! Because you you've painted it as such, like it's something out of a fucking TV show or a cartoon, like Highlandville, where you have all these crazy characters like Todd, the dog fucker, the sister fucker. See, a, a wise man once said, "Fucking within everybody, there's a book." And uh, you know, for some people, it should it should remain there. But I like to think I got a dank ass all American novel coming out of me. One about fucking guys that hang out with their friends, the fucking sisters in the back of a pickup truck, and all that shit. It's gonna be dog whenever it happens. Yeah, it did. Mac Mac had this weird idea. He was like, "Uh, Zach, you should get like a legit good camera so we can make a revival house movie." And I'm like, uh, "Well, technically, I'm making a revival house movie right now. I just never talking about it." But he's actually talking about like starring us like <laughs> like not just like a revival production but uh i was thinking that 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 would be fun but like is that really an interesting premise like what do we we tell a story about us as characters are we talking about us in the podcast you know they tried to make a show last year about a guy that started a podcast like that's that's how mainstream podcasts have gotten where they have like a mainstream network show about it no one gave a fuck it's just not interesting you know it, podcasts are kind of a, a butt of a joke sometimes like oh yeah i won't do your podcast oh hell yeah i think sebastian bach dude I, he was on twitter I, I love sebastian bach he's such a fruitcake but i love his music and uh I, I guess he just got angry we don't really know the context i think he had been asked just one too many times but he just tweeted in all caps no i will not fucking do your shitty podcast fucking bach Thinks his shit don't stink. So clearly he just gets blown up all the time about doing some shitty no-name podcast like us or something. And I'm like, dude, first of all, if I had people blowing me up about being on a podcast of any size, maybe I can't do them or maybe I can't do them all or, you know, maybe I just have a stance on doing certain things or not doing certain things. I'm not going to fucking call them out and be like, you guys are fucking assholes. Like, is is 
Is that not kind of flattery? You know what? Well, I, I might be an asshole with the podcast. You'll always be the fucking vocalist of Skid Row. So fuck you. No, he's not. He hasn't He hasn't been the vocalist of Skid Row in fucking 25 years. So no, that's not true. <laughs> See, I tried to fucking come up with a nice burn to piss off Aaron, and I didn't even get it right. Fuck. No, he hasn't. <laughs> he was uh, three albums, dude. He's been solo ever since. But anyway, um, two good albums, and the third one sucks. No, but like, even if it was one of those things where... I get it. Maybe it's like your shitty podcast because he's going to do like a, a, I guarantee you he'll do a large podcast or he'll do like a radio show. His thing is like, why would I do your shitty podcast where you have a small listener base and basically I'm doing you more of a favor than you're doing me a favor. I still would be like, exactly. I want more listeners. You think I want to talk to fucking Sebastian Bach? Yeah. You could think of it that way too. But basically at the end of it, I'm like, it's still flattery. Even if they, even if that, even if that you would help them, more than the other way around. Dude, they fucking still thought to reach out to you. Yeah, me on a podcast with Sebastian Bach, it'd be like, okay, question number three. We just got done talking about what it was like working on, uh, you know, Trailer Park Boys season five. What what was it like working on Trailer Park Boys season six? I never seen it, so you're probably implying he wasn't on season six? No, he was on both of them. Yeah, I never seen Trailer Park Boys. He was also on fucking Gilmore Girls. What the fuck? I would have fucked that main chick in that show. Look at that cow sucking the fucking teats. That's so weird. That main chick played uh, Larry David's girlfriend in the new season. Uh, a couple episodes. They got another. Don't, didn't they announce another Curb season coming? Hell yes. Yeah. Donk. I still didn't watch the. I still didn't watch the last one. Yeah, it didn't share fucking voodoo. Yeah, and I. I'm not gonna get any more stream. I don't need HBO Max or whatever's coming out, right? That's probably gonna be. They're bringing back the Boondocks. Who is HBO Max? Oh, so they they got it from Cartoon Network or Adult Swim. They're bringing back the guy that did it originally, and they're gonna do another seasons. More they're seasons. doing Boondocks without uh, John Witherspoon. R.I.P. I guess so. Uh, they they not they announced it before he died, so I don't know what's changing. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, the, I just read an article before we started recording. Um, Ice Cube, he he gave a 10-minute long speech at John Witherspoon's funeral, and he used part of that speech to basically talk shit on New Line Cinema. He's like, I'm sorry. I wasn't able to make that last Friday movie before you died, John. He's like, but some motherfuckers in Hollywood, I'm looking at you, New Line Cinema. Like, And he, he started <laughs> you know, doing the old Ice Cube. But he was going into what happened. He's like, I gave y'all two scripts. And none of y'all guys wanted to make either of them. And I'm like, maybe like it wasn't good, Ice. Yeah. Maybe Cube, maybe they weren't good. But Plus, they, they got bought out. Now it's probably ran by people that don't give a fuck. It happens all the time. Well, that's what happens all the time with like the record industry, right? Back in the day. It's like a lot of times mm-hmm. when those bands get dropped or they're really popular and their next album fucking does nothing. It's new management comes in and they don't give a fuck about like they got different ideas and they don't know how to market them and shit. They don't know how to market them and they end up just like letting whatever release come by the wayside and let them burn or throw away their con. Yeah. It's just, but yes, here's my thing with ice cube. I'm like, I get it. You tried. And I know for a while there, and I I bet you, I know what two scripts he was talking about because he wanted to get Chris Tucker in it. Right. Mm-hmm. I think he wanted Chris Tucker and Day Day and the whole. He wanted everybody in it, so I'm sure he pretty sure he wrote a script with surrounding Chris Tucker's character. The Ghost of Roach comes back. Yeah, the Ghost of Roach. That guy died in real life. Yeah, I know the, the kids guy. I think he wrote a script that was like, "Here's the script I want to do with Smokey if we can get him to sign on." But I, I don't think he was playing ball. Like he was being a little difficult and 
I, I Chris Tucker did a podcast with Chris Jericho when they asked him about it, and he didn't sound like he didn't want to do it, but he was like hesitant to give any answers. So it's, so there's probably like business shit going on back and forth. I heard he's a family guy now; doesn't want to do drug comedies. Maybe. Uh, so maybe that's what it was. Like, well. Well, what's Beta. what's the what's the script about? But anyway, I'm pretty sure Ice Cube wrote. Well, this well, you'll love this one, uh, fucking Chris. Uh, we uh, we we give up the weeds and we go on a fucking uh, uh, we we join a cult. And we go on a retreat. Uh, it's it's gonna be dark. You'll love it. I mean, they they wrote in the second one that he went to rehab for fucking weed smoking of all damn things. So he should be happy. He went to re. Isn't that the, like the biggest? That is the fucking most throwaway line in that second movie. Like at the beginning, it's so throw. I fucking hate it. Like, oh man. See, we needed a, we needed a scene of him in rehab. Like, I'm here because I smoke marijuana. Somebody stands up. You want to hear for some marijuana? Yeah, marijuana is not a drug. And you're clearly. I used to suck dick for coke. You're clearly 25 years older and fatter. What happened? Like, no, it's so funny. Um, because I hate that line in, in Next Friday. That's how they wrap up. That's how they explain how Smokey's not in this one. He's just like in the car and he's just thinking in his head. He, he's a throwaway line in somebody's mind. It's not even like verbally spoken. He's just so like, man, ever since Smokey went to rehab, my show gonna miss him. Like, See, I would have came up with something fucking even crazier if, if Chris Tucker refused to come back from a movie. I would have wrote in something crazy like uh, Smokey fucking started fucking his mom and they ran off together and got married in a country where that's, that's legal. I've been do, pull like a chef on South Park and really just trash him <laughs> in, in the in the story, in the exposition. I watched that one the other Hell day. Yeah. Hello, children. That's fucking genius. Dude, that whole episode is funny. And what's funny is like I I go back and I'm like, I can't believe this is only season 10. It feels like Chef was a part of the show much longer because they're in like what season twenty three or something ridiculous. But he's been off the show longer than he was on the show. Did you hear what happened behind the scenes that like caused that to happen? Him to leave? Yeah, it's because they were making fun of Scientologists. That episode, the Scientology, and that's where he drew the line. And they, I remember uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone had like a they they were on Twitter or whatever. They they said like basically they were fucking making fun of him. It's like he, like oh, he was totally fine when we, he was there all the way when we were making fun of these people, these people, these people, these people. But when we fucking got down to the one that's the fucking most cringe of all, he drew whatever. It's just it's silly. It was funny how they used to troll all the churches too back in the day. Like when the Scientology was pissed off, they released a statement that was fucking hilarious. They they were donk. Yeah, it's it's absolutely silly. You know what's funny is uh, I wonder. I thought about this the other day when I saw that. <laughs> when I saw that uh, John Travolta is putting out the four-year considerations, <sighs> you saw that for the fanatic, yeah, for the fanatic, he's actually pushing out the four-year consideration votes and ballots for the Oscars. He thinks that motherfucker watched that finished product and thought, "Yeah, this makes me look good." He thinks he did not go full retard enough to where the Oscars are going to appreciate it, like it's Oscar bait, <sighs> dude. Like he, his perform, I don't know. Not only his performance as somebody with special needs, his performance as like a pop culture nerd is insulting. Like it's just none of it's believable. None of it. That's what makes it so great. But I, I apparently he did that for the movie Gotti. He did like two years ago too that everybody trashed. Mm-hmm. He he did he, even after everybody trashed it, and it he still put out the four year considerations after the fact. 
That's so fucking. But that that's what makes it so great is he's not just doing this on the heels of the movie coming out. He's doing it after the damn movie's been out six months and everybody already knows about it. And it's just like knows what it is. But uh, I kind of I kind of admire it. I kind of respect it. It's weird the different takes on that movie. People, some people are like, yeah, I like I liked his portrayal. It's weird. I would absolutely buy it on 4K. <laughs> it, I, well, I would absolutely. I'm buying it on Blu-ray when it comes out. Is it not out at all? Not yet. It won't get a 4K release. It's too indie, but it may be a Blu-ray release. I would probably buy it on Blu-ray or digital for. I'd buy it for five bucks, 100. percent If I was really in the mood to watch it and I couldn't watch it any other way, I might even pay ten if the day was right because it's just that ridiculous. But um, so in a way, they kind of succeeded. I guess because yeah. I can think of a lot more movies that take themselves way too seriously that uh, I would never pay a dime for. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know if this movie took itself seriously or not. That's what that's what I think. I think they did. I think they were trying to make a serious piece of fucking thriller art. You know, they were trying to make Rain Man, Forrest Gump mixed with misery. And uh, oh, yeah, I yeah, failed. I got some bad news, by the way. I found out recently I didn't get that pig job. Oh, what happened, man? Yeah, they they got someone else. Fucking, yeah, they they were probably uh, they're probably hesitant to get because I the only see my cousin works there. She was like, yeah, ask him a lot of questions. They like that. And the only questions I could think of to ask were like depressing questions, like, oh, so Do they scream a lot. Yeah, the noise. Uh, has that gotten you depressed working here thirty years? Because she just told me she worked here thirty years, and then like, uh, yeah, uh, fucking, uh, how do you like, uh. Uh, we I forgot I didn't ask him directly but like it got on like oh yeah what happens whenever uh because she was talking about like oh yeah sometimes uh the moms are in those pens and they can't move so sometimes they'll shit out one of these kids one of their baby uh pigs and then they'll just roll over on them they'll get crushed <laughs> and then like oh yeah what do you do like uh, uh how do you put them out of their misery and shit like that they're like oh yeah she, she took me and showed me like the little thing they put them in like oh yeah it puts uh carbon dioxide in the air you leave them in there for 20 minutes and yeah this is like the most humane way there's a there's another place like 20 minutes away in indiana they still take them outside and just smash their head on the concrete oh awesome i was like fuck you can't uh if you're in an interview and you actually want the job you can't ask questions that express doubt because that's because that's exactly what you were doing like so uh that's the thing i I don't like lying to people like when people ask me like oh where do you see yourself in five years i don't want to fucking lie to them like uh, i realize you just had to lie to them if you want to get the job but i like no one wants to still be working in the same place you got to go into that pig castration farm or whatever that factory and be like well i i see myself uh hopefully uh in um, i see myself as management material of pig testicle smashing you know i I see myself working up uh hopefully i'd love it if there's opportunities yeah Yeah, i always just go to the mitch Hedberg. i'm like celebrating the five-year anniversary if you ask me this question yeah i mean who gets a job at kmart and says some shit like five years well you know i i i think kmart is the place to be if you want uh, career growth opportunities and i hope i can work my way up to one of those factories in china and uh, you know have the nets to catch me from jumping off if i ever want to commit suicide you want to be honest you want to be like well i want to have not worked here for four years and (laughs) i (laughs) i want to i want to basically be hiring the likes of you to shine my shoes doing something else or you know you know what i mean it's just ridiculous or no basically not only do i want to be four years clean of this place in five years i also want to have never stepped foot in shopping here anymore i want to be on that kind of pay scale that's what if you want to be honest 
Yeah, hopefully I'm uh, I'm really rich by then. I'm snorting blow off a of hooker's tits, and then I I look back and remember like, holy shit, she asked me that question five years ago. <laughs> and then go back to snorting blow off that hooker's tits. Yeah. So, but anyway, you're right. You can't really necessarily get a job like that. And I mean, they're realists. I would think in a factory job, they're somewhat realist about it. Like realistic. Like yeah, okay, this is a certain type of job. It's not going to be for everybody. Uh, maybe we have to do more convincing that this is a job for them than they do vice versa. But I mean, all it takes is for somebody else to have interviewed for that position that maybe they had experience. Maybe they worked in a similar environment or maybe they were just fucking gung ho. Like, yeah, I I can't wait to fucking get in there and make some piggy squeal. You're our guy. Yeah. So after that, I was like, oh man, I already fucking, I was already spending all this imaginary money that I I don't get now in my head. So did you really, you didn't really want the job, dude. It doesn't sound like you really wanted that job. Uh, I would have taken it. I think... Uh, I don't got much pride. Yeah. Like, dude, the questions you were asking tell me otherwise. But I, the, there's but a, yeah, after that, I was like, oh, yeah, I was already spending all that money. So then I started fucking filling out applications for other jobs. And I put you as a reference on one of them. <laughs> oh, man. You know, I, I, I get calls all the time. Maybe I fucking sent one to voicemail you should you should uh, fucking uh, like yeah fucking zach he worked at my fucking bank for eight years yes he makes eighty thousand dollars a year you would be fucking stupid to not get him on your uh in your job hey no as long as you tell me what to expect and that you're expecting people to call me and you set you put certain lies in your application i'll back him up i fucking didn't lie i don't give a fuck you can say i don't fucking even know that motherfucker i've only talked to him three times for all i know be like oh yeah i used to work at this place they're out of business now so don't try looking for for uh, you know, a, a record of it. You can talk about like, oh yeah, he he edits the fucking sh- uh, a website we had. D- don't tell that the website's still up and <laughs> where to hear it because that might fucking incriminate me. And then I'll be like, uh, I, I hope I don't hope you personally have any children, sir, because he makes a lot of fucking off off color remarks about babies in particular, little boys, little boy babies. Hell yeah! Oh, you got two sons. Okay, no, uh, so no, really, yeah. Let me know uh, when did you start putting in applications. Like yesterday. Now, is there something that did you put me as a reference as like a friend or like a work re- reference? Like you lied. I don't think I wrote one. I think I just put you. Okay. Didn't, so, didn't. so then it's one of those things where it's just like you, you, uh, someone you know. Okay. Yeah. I'll. I'll. Wait. You don't want me to be honest. I won't be honest. <laughs> I don't care. Okay. <laughs> but the, I think a better job's out there for you. I don't think you needed the kill floor, the the pig thing. Let's uh the movie's over, man. Uh, Zach's never even seen the movie, so I think that kind of veered the conversation in a particular direction when either one of us has watched it previously. Um, you know, we didn't really focus on it too much, so apologize, Capper. But it was kind of entertaining watching it, just you know, at, from the side eye. Oh yeah, I need to check it out. Um, there were some nice tits in this movie. Main chick. Let's go ahead and read some comments. I gotta, I gotta find sh- where to start. Um, you go ahead. I'm gonna, I'm gonna grab something real quick. I'll be back. All right, make it quick. Let's see here. Yeah, the movie's cool, man. I love Airplane. I'll wait to read comments when he gets back, because I don't really know where to fucking start. I don't think Zach wanted to work at that fucking place, man. Even when he was talking about it in the last podcast, he's like, you know, when he didn't know he didn't have the job yet. He's like, yeah, I don't know how to feel about all this. So I think I think everything happens for a reason. And he wasn't destined to, to work there. He'll get something that makes him a little happier. Or you guys could like tell everybody in the world that you know to buy a shirt, to buy a shirt on our Teespring, and uh, you know maybe Zach won't have to get another job. All right, so let me see here. Are you peeing in a fucking cup, dude? Uh, 
Wait. That's really warm. Dude, I just filled the cup. So you left to go get a Dixie cup. Hell yeah. At least tell me you're you're peeing in disposable solo cups and not like stuff out of your pantry. I did. I, went, I was going to go pee, but then I was like, you know what? I haven't peed on the podcast into a cup in a while. So I got one and I filled it up and I, I'm not done yet. So I had to stop again. Hey, uh, did I uh, did I read on the last commentary Mendoza's comment where he recommended the film Friday? Did I read that? I'm not sure. I think I did, but I'm going to read these again because I think I know where he stopped. Um, I'm going to take a picture of this piss cup and I'm going to hide it somewhere in the thumbnail of this episode. Okay. Dog. All right, so where's Waldo? Everybody's got a, a homework assignment. Well, I don't know if I read it before Mendoza, but if I did, he he recommended we do Friday. I'm shocked we haven't done that yet, and obviously we brought up John Witherspoon today, so yeah, we got to do it. I want to, yeah, well, I think we did talk about this because we started talking about Friday after next and how much it sucks, but it's Christmas time, so we might pull it out. Hell yeah! I think Zach and I could start taking requests for Christmas since it's just in a couple of weeks, December. So uh, start throwing us out. You know things you you'd recommend us watch, and we'll we'll start sorting through all that stuff because uh, I'm excited about doing Christmas stuff. Um, so hopefully you guys like that. But yeah, throw us out what you think we should do. All right, so on I'm gonna go ahead and read this mutineer. I don't think I don't think we read this last time. He's basically commenting on when I was talking about Halloween three. We were chatting about like when did fucking people start jerking it off because. You know what I mean? It seems like everybody started liking it all of a sudden when people used to shit on it. Mm-hmm. He elaborates. Mutineer, he says, I remember back in the late 90s, there was a vocal group that loved Halloween 3, usually on news groups like Alt Horror. So I think this opinion has been building for a while. I saw it before I saw Halloween 1 or 2 and thought it was pretty scary. Uh, of course, I was 8, so... Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah, I don't Yeah, I don't know. Uh, late 90s, Alt Horror. I'm not even familiar with that. Dude, I have no fucking internet and computer in the late 90s. Mm-hmm. Dude, I, I didn't I didn't have a computer till I was fucking eight. I didn't have a computer till two thousand four. Well my brother was looking up hefty honeys and grandegirls.com on it. We should buy those domains. I'm sure they don't exist anymore. We could just direct them to Revival House. You're probably right. I doubt they do. Um American History X, I got a slew of comments here. Mutineer, you say Slumber Party Massacre was supposed to be a feminist parody, as it was written by Rita Mae Brown, and is one of the few slashers also directed by a woman. It's sort of amusing when you look at it that way. A lot of the subtext and symbolism takes on a whole new meaning. Uh, he also says old school slashers are good because they're bad. No, I agree with you, but I think there is that very subtle line where you cross over from it's so bad it's good to just boring, you know, and not good. Mm. And I, I think a movie, I think a lot of slashers are guilty of that because they're not even like, uh, they're not even different. Like they're, they're very run of the mill. Like a lot of generic slashers are all interchangeable and they're all kind of boring. So, I mean, maybe if like there wasn't so many of them that did the same thing, they might kind of stand out as being like, Oh, it's so bad. It's kind of enjoyable, but I mean, they're all kind of the same. There's really a couple of handfuls of real standout movies, which is weird because you know, they're remaking another version of black Christmas with Blumhouse and it's PG 13. And it doesn't even look like the trailers don't even, it's, it doesn't even look like black Christmas. It looks like a totally different movie. PG thirteen, yeah, PG thirteen. But, but have you seen the trailers for it? No, it doesn't even. I thought the fucking remake was terrible. Why would I want another remake? Yeah, it's totally terrible. I don't know who put that out, but Blumhouse is doing this one. But it doesn't even like if if they weren't advertising as being a Black Christmas remake and being called, I wouldn't have assumed it's Black Christmas because it doesn't look mm-hmm. like the same fucking movie. But you know, regardless, uh, I'm not interested in seeing it. 
but yeah, like I said, there's a few handfuls that are that are really special. But I think that's the case with any genre, any subgenre, whether it be fucking music or movies or whatever. So that's not necessarily a slam on it. I'm not going to say I don't like slashers because it's totally worth it for you know those couple of handfuls that define it. I think. Um, Feline Fatale, these are all American History X right here for the next few. Feline Fatale says, I loved Dr. Sleep, so I'd highly recommend it. It kept its faithfulness to Stephen King's novels as well as Kubrick's The Shining. Nice shout out to Brad Jones, the cinema snob. Uh, the only one from Channel Awesome that is worth watching. I fucking, I, I, I would come for Brad Jones. Like if he came into my room right now and said, hey, fucking Zach, drop your fucking nuts right on the floor in front of me, I would do it. Yo, um, but uh, yeah, I was going to go watch fucking, uh, Dr. Sleep and, uh, fucking, uh, I missed it because, uh, I was thinking like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll just do it the weekend forgetting that it wasn't doing good. It wasn't making a lot of money. So they got rid of it and, uh, my theater small. So they replaced it with frozen. So they're showing it twice. He got two screens. Yeah. So you're, yeah, you're, you live in a town that's so small and you only got like the one small theater where they literally, if a movie's not doing like hot, it'll. Because wasn't it, did, did it open like number three? I don't fucking know. But yeah, they'll literally toss it after one week. So mm-hmm. I live in Phoenix. All the theaters around here are still playing it. I could still go see it. I mean, it's going to be minimal showings. It's not going to be dominating the entire day, but I can go see it. Uh, it, it sounds pulverizing. It kind of uh, it kind of took the wind out of my sails, all the reviews for it. Mm. you know. Uh, I, but there's some people that absolutely loved it, but there's just as many people that are saying and these are all people that from my viewpoint seem to love the shining. It seems pretty split. Some people love it. Some people think it's just boring and not good and not in a good shining kind of way, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So that kind of admittedly took the wind out of my sails for it. So I, I didn't rush out to go see it last weekend or the weekend before. So now, now I'm kind of thinking for as long of a movie as it is, maybe I'll just wait for it to come out on uh, you mm-hmm. know, streaming or whatever. So uh, the Joker just uh, leaked. HD leaked. Oh, did it? I guess. Mm-hmm. Dude, let's fucking do a. Well, we can't because um, it's it's not Thanksgiving. Thing. Any Nazis in it? No. Maybe we could do that as a bonus. Thanks. Maybe we could do that as our Thanksgiving live stream. Mm-hmm. Uh, or a bonus live stream or whatever. Like it, it just leaked now. Uh, a couple days ago. A couple days ago. Well, fuck, man. Uh, I mean, we don't really need a. It doesn't have to be on Thanksgiving. Like maybe uh, we can get Mac together, and if you want to. Do like a, a bonus stream or something next week or something like that. Just maybe we just need to align something up because I'd love to do it because um, people are still shitting all over that. I uh, know, you know, jerking off all over that movie and it crossed a billion dollars. I guess I saw that it's the highest grossing R-rated movie of all time. It's the only R-rated movie that's ever crossed a billion dollars. Um, that's weird. Like they had to make a real movie and disguise it as a superhero movie for that to happen. Yeah. And well, it's, yeah, that's a good point. And it's the most profitable comic book movie ever because it was relatively budget like what 50 million yeah so that's that's it's the most profitable uh comic movie i wouldn't be surprised if that's the most profitable movie ever mm-hmm. i don't know it, it, maybe if you take a movie maybe if you look at movies like uh paranormal activity like that literally costs like what half a million and they probably yeah those are probably more profitable technically um but yeah so i i do want to see dr sleep and i hate to admit that sometimes reviews cloud my you know, excitement or judgment. Sometimes I shouldn't let that happen because it seems like there's half the people that really do love it, but I don't know. Uh, it, it, it's a big chore to go out to a theater these days because you have to sit with fucking people that are just insufferable and, you know, and all that shit. But, um, 
And, and, and not to mention, we it's so tempting to wait sometimes unless you just need to see it like first weekend because movies come out fucking two months later. You don't have to wait very long, Zach, and especially if it does not that great in the theaters. Dude, I bet you this Shining movie will be out right after Christmas, like available mm-hmm. to buy. Um, so it is what it is. It's not like back in the day where if you missed out in theaters, you'd have to wait a whole fucking year. It would not only come out the next year, but they would usually time it to come out the next year at Christmas time to make as much money as possible. And you have to wait a mm-hmm. long ass time. And TV didn't get these movies until like two years after it came out on video. Uh, but I think they usually played movies in theaters a lot longer too back then. Mm-hmm. All right. So Oliver close off. Uh, thanks by the way, feeling fatal. We appreciate that. Um, and I'm glad you liked it. So it's people, I do want to see it. I'm glad, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Uh, we'll have to give our take when it comes out or when it's like available to, you know, watch online i think that i think we should do it maybe maybe that'll be a we still have to do our cinema enema for um angel heart but maybe when that movie comes out in a couple months and streaming because you know it will it's just gonna take a couple months max we should do a cinema enema on it since neither one of us has seen dr sleep mm-hmm. i think that'd be a perfect cinema enema actually what do you guys think all right so oliver close off uh same thing american history x you say they need to make a sequel where they kill eddie furlong's character in the first minute hashtag fuck dark fate yeah i mean i've exhausted myself on on talking about that bullshit um but like i said there's a weird part of me unlike uh, the last couple of movies where i do want to watch dark fate again when it comes out Mm -hmm. because like i said i think i was so pissed off about all the bullshit they pulled in that movie especially like you say in the first minute uh everybody keeps saying the first five minutes it's literally like a minute it's literally the biggest slap in the face but Maybe if I watch it again, knowing all that shit already happened and I'm used to it, maybe I can maybe find things I like about it a little bit more. I don't know. But anyway, um, on – oh, God. The aftermath. No, uh, on uh, Ilsa, the Wolf of the SS, Bat32 commented. I, I missed this a minute ago. He said, I'm going to try and do my Bat voice. Aaron sounded like he was enjoying watching talking sleaze. <laughs> the sleaze. The sleaze. You know, I was making the best of it. That sex and sleaze. I was making the best of it. It wasn't my choice. I'm trying to be a team player. And, uh, you know, <laughs> it was a fun commentary still. Um, Freddie got fingered commentary of all things. Uh, William Lowry commented, Freddie got fingered is now owned by Disney. You know what that means? It's a Disney movie. And also Tom green should become a Disney princess. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll see what happens. I I think they're just going to go fucking bury these in Nevada somewhere like ET, Mm. right? The ET video game. They're not going to give a shit about those movies. The Disney, they're going to fucking build it. That movie, it's own vault. And then they're going to fucking put that inside another vault. They're going to make him his own sub attraction at Disney world. The Freddy yeah. got finger ride where you get fingered. Yeah. It's basically, it's like one of those like boat rides, right? Where you go through like the, the tunnel of love, you know, where they, they, they have the American presidents, you know, like at Disney world where it's one of those things mm-hmm. where you learn about shit and you watch the animatronics as you're going through it. You, I think you should go in a cave and get molested. Mm-hmm. You know, you get fingered by a bunch of guys and Freddie got in Tom green cosplay. Mm-hmm. You know, he kind of looks like a pedophile anyway. Um, all right. Blocko 69 American history X says Ewe bowls stoic with a very Latin looking Eddie furlong. The mop stick scene is cold Eddie at his darkest. Thanks for doing American history X. Come on, Aaron. Keep thank <laughs> Eddie he says, thanks for doing uh, American history X. Uh, come on, Aaron. Keep sexual fluidity and be alpha PS great Christmas films. Uh, Black Christmas 
Scrooged, Edward Penis Hands, okay, uh, A Christmas Story, Ernest Says Christmas, I could go on for days. So uh, we were just talking about Black Christmas, obviously. I think that'd be a good one to do eventually in some way, Black Christmas. That's a slasher we haven't done. You know what? Let's do Black Christmas. That's a perfect Christmas movie. I don't know why I haven't done it yet. Elvis Presley's favorite fucking movie. Favorite Christmas movie. What? We talked about this before. That fucking pedophile, Elvis Presley. He fucked and he fucking married a fourteen year old. By the way, but what? I yeah, I know. But <laughs> well, he groomed the fourteen year old. See, yeah, uh, yeah. He 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 loved the fucking Black Christmas, boy. He's he's one of those guys where he gets a pass, right? He he groomed a girl that was really young, uh, and everybody turned a blind eye, and I'm sure her parents turned a blind eye because he was the king, mm-hmm. right? And then you know, granted, he was. He married her and made her an honest woman, all stuff, but he literally groomed a girl <laughs> until she was of age to like, but you know, he was fucking her the whole time, right? I thought he married her while she was still like 14 or something. I'm not, I guess I don't know. I know he was with her. I, maybe he didn't, I don't know if he married her when he was 14 or not. I know Jerry Lee Lewis did. Jerry Lee Lewis fucking married his fucking like 14 year old cousin. Great balls of fire. Fucking the South, man. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking weird. Anyway, yeah, so Black Christmas, I think we really should. I think I should go sort uh, towards the top of the list for December. Scrooge is a classic. I, I love that movie, man. Uh, I'd be happy to do that, too. Edward Penis Hands. Did you, were you listening to us a couple Christmas ago when Zach was fucking talking about that movie and, and watching that movie, like uh, the Batman Returns commentary? We we're talking about Splatman, all that stuff. Or are you literally, have you just by chance also heard of Edward Penis Hands? Um, regardless, Zach can do that on his own. I don't really want to watch uh, that shit with Zach. Um, but it, I've seen the screenshots. There's like three sequels to that movie too. Holy shit! It was an over. It was a success. There's one that takes place in Hawaii. Okay, like the Beetlejuice sequel. Yeah. Okay. Uh. So, all right. But <laughs> a Christmas story. Um. It's obviously a classic that's just sort of ingrained in pop culture DNA. Um. That would be interesting to do. Ernest Saves Christmas. I fucking don't like that movie. I don't like it. Fuck, boy. I don't. It's not one of my favorite Ernest movies, but I'll watch it. Yeah, I'll watch it. But it's weird how it was definitely classic era Ernest, and I love classic era era Ernest movies for the most part, and I love Christmas movies. So I should fucking be obsessed with this movie. But there's something about it that just falls flat. It just, I don't know. It should be better than it is, uh, and it's it's just not. But I would do it. You know, we gotta we gotta finish our. I don't really want to finish our Ernest exploitation because the news we gotta do Ernest goes to Africa. And all that fucking weird shit that oh, looks that's like it was filmed. A great film. And the, all the artists in the army, those look like they were filmed in uh, on VHS camcorders. They're so shitty. Yeah. Um, amazing. You know, I'm all amazing. I'll go my whole life assuming Ernest in the army plays out just like in the army now, right? Oh, great movie. Yeah. So, all right. Anyway, uh, yeah, but there's some good uh, suggestions in there, and I think they should a couple of them should go at the top of our list for sure. Um, American History X. Uh, <laughs> Zach, please isolate this. And he did the 208, two hours and eight minutes and 32 second timestamp. I know what he's talking about. I listened to it. It's when I was doing the Japanese girl porn impressions. Eh, eh, eh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I guess you could. That would be funny if you isolated that and started putting that in tags and random podcasts at the ends or whatever, because it does sound fucking ridiculous when I'm doing that. Uh, Blocko69, mm-hmm. uh, he commented on Defure's face, the bonus commentary we did the donald duck uh nazi 
fucking Disney flick of the 40s. He says, Apt Pupil and Marathon Man would be good films to do for Nazi exploitation. I've actually brought up Apt Pupil. I think that would be a good one to do. I've never seen Marathon Man. I never even really thought about it, but uh, yeah, we should look into it. These are We need all the suggestions we can get for Nazi exploitation month. So um, it, I think it's a little harder to do this month than it is like Christmas where there's just so many fucking movies centered around that holiday. Uh, thanks, dude. Uh, I appreciate it. F people, I think, would be really interesting. That's a Brian Singer movie, man. He fucks little boys. We should do fucking directors that fuck little boys uh, exploitation. We'll put... We'll, 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 Molestation exploitation. We'll do fucking Jeffrey Jones movies. And, okay. Uh, Victor Salva. Victor Salva. Jeffrey Jones <laughs> movies. Molestation exploitation. Uh, Molestation exploitation. Um, I almost just picked up my piss drink and drank it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like we could go all over the place with that. We could do movies that are based around people that really did stuff in real life, or it could have molesting a state molestation in the film. Um that's pretty fucking dark, man. I don't know if we should actually do that, but that's that's an interesting idea. Oh, the memes will be dank though. Well, apt people would work for molestation exploitation because you know, Brad Renfro, he ended up getting into falling in line with hard drugs and he obviously died very, very young. And he was one of the kids you know, like Corey Feldman that was rumored heavily to have been sexually molested by so many Hollywood people. And, uh, one of the, the highly suspected guys is Joel Schumacher. He worked with him on the client and stuff like that when he was like a little boy. So he's mm-hmm. kind of like a Corey Feldman situation. So we could do that for molestation, molestation, exploitation. We could do Lucas. <laughs> Cause that's like the movie, I guess that Corey Hain was getting diddled on. Um, pretty much any Corey Feldman flick. You name it. Oh, we can finally do uh, fucking Lost Boys because that's been in our uh, box forever. Uh, like three years ago, Alex Winter came out and said that he was uh, sexually assaulted on the set of a movie, and we uh, we all kind of just assumed it was probably that movie since uh, everybody talks about Joel Schumacher. Would you fuck Joel Schumacher? <laughs> Not, you'd you'd fucking fuck him holding on to that ponytail he has. Hell yeah. He's always got his hair pulled off in that little artsy fartsy fucking uh He made fucking uh wine tasting looking ponytail. He made eight millimeter, which is a great film. Yeah, well we still gotta do that Nicholas uh, Cage exploitation, which we technically started. That could be part of the molestation exploitation, baby. Uh, I get well pff, oh that you know that would be the ultimate fucking insult to him if our molestation exploitation just was just Joel Schumacher movies. <sighs> like would that not just be a smear campaign or what? We could tag him. We could tag him on social media. Joel Schumacher, you know, it's Joel Schmuth. It's Joel Schumacher. Hashtag Joel Schumacher Appreciation Month for with our molestation exploitation month. Um, anyway, uh, appreciate you. Uh, Block of sixty nine. Those are awesome. David Capper. He says regarding Uncle Walt having Lenny uh, Riefenstahl. I can't remember how to pronounce the name. Ugh, uh, come to visit the magical kingdom. He says. This would have been for her second commissioned film by the Nazi party, Olympia. It is a beautiful cinematic study of the human athletic form set against the hideous backdrop of the 1936 Berlin Olympics, during which American Jesse Owens, an African-American, or as we say in Canada, soul brother, won the gold medal for sprinting, leading to Nazi lead off, uh, sorry, Nazi leader Adolf Hitler, uh, leaving in a very abrupt huff after being shown that the Aryan master race could not apparently master a race. A little humor there. Uh, okay. A quick note on Lenny Riffenstahl. Uh, her first film commissioned by the Nazi party is a film called Triumph of the Will. It is a clear Nazi propaganda film, but if you can see through that, it is masterfully uh, made. 
and uh, a great piece of cinema doing things cinematographically, uh, cinematographically uh, editing composition wise that a lot of German theatrical releases under propaganda minister Grobel's UFA. He's a pro fascist cinema edict. Um, we're not. Uh, it is a very handsome but troubling film, especially the sequence depicting the night rallies, because Nazis love holding rallies at night, and it's creepy. Lenny was also a leading star in her day. Dash, uh, imagine if Charlene Theron, uh, Charlene Theron was hired by Donald Trump to make a movie about his triumphant 2016 presidential run and rise to prominence. Okay, uh, Riffenstahl. Uh, was already celebrated leading lady, a uh, model and young filmmaker specializing in outdoor films about skiing and went on to regret her work for the Nazi party, even though it's what she's most known for. I believe she lived out here days um, here in British. Uh, she lived out the last four days here in British Columbia, Canada. Um, oh, he, he actually adds more comments onto this. He says, uh, Capper's <laughs> addendums. I guess he has to clarify some things. Triumph of Will is the name of her first commission film. Just had to had it. Sorry, just had to capitalize it and mention it may be public domain on YouTube. Hmm. Uh, also, mm-hmm. Adolf Hitler and his cronies rebranded the Olympic Games to include those colored rings that represent the continents of the world and reintroduced the, the whole torch running ceremony. Uh, those elements were not part of the modern Olympics until 36. Uh, he also says also. I also should not have compared your president to Hitler. <sighs> oh, I missed it. <laughs> Upon reading over my comments, I saw how underhanded that came off. So I apologize for that. I don't think Zach's really going to care. Uh, but, um, but Zach and I differ on that a little bit. He says, hell, <laughs> in quotes, he says, hell, our prime minister wore blackface and won again. Hell yeah. See, that's, that's just going to show you. You ever want to run and fucking win? Just wear blackface. There's a lesson to be learned in all of that. Do it right now. Uh, thanks, Capri. You're the man, dude. You also commented on our American History X. You say, uh, yo, I just left a novel of a comment on the Donald Duck exploitation short a second ago, so I'll be brief here. The quote of this episode happened in the first 90 seconds. Aaron suggests, quote, neo-Nazis deserve their own month. Zach retorts, no, they don't. Fuck them. <laughs> perfect. Just perfect. Hashtag truth. <laughs> well... Yeah, if you're spinning it like that, <laughs> they don't deserve anything. <laughs> See, I, I'm always going to be on the winning argument on that. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta argue the the other side. I was talking about the quality of movies that have been made, focusing on the topic. But uh, are there good ones? I can't think of many American other History ones. X. Well, there's a lot of good movies that have. Uh, What's the one with Ryan Gosling? I don't know. Believer or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I watched it once. I don't remember much about it. But you're right. Fuck them. It's crazy. So they don't deserve their own month. They're only worthy of sharing a month with the rest of their Nazi brethren of all generations. They're brethren. They're brethren. Uh, American History X, William Lowry says, uh, y'all mentioned Detroit Rock City at the top of the commentary, so I'm curious if y'all have ever seen The Dark Backward, uh, which was one of the director's earlier efforts. Uh, it's an interesting, twisted little flick starring Judd Nelson and Bill Paxton. Top Secret was directed by the Zucker Brothers, so if you've seen Airplane or The Naked Gun, it's very reminiscent of those flicks. Well, I if I would have read this before I started this commentary, I wouldn't have uh, questioned it at the beginning. Um I did see the dark backward a long ass time ago. I remember being weird AF doe. Yeah, Judd Nelson, man, he's a weird actor. I like Judd Nelson though. Yeah. Bill Paxson too. 
Uh, appreciate it, William. Uh, and lastly, on Der Führer's face, William, you left a comment saying, doing Nazi exploitation made me realize of a film y'all could check out called Hard Rock Zombies. The title sounds like it has nothing to do with Hitler and his cronies, but minor spoilers here. He's one of the antagonists in the movie. Uh, uh, sure, I'll check it out. I've never heard of Hard Rock Zombies of you. I've heard of it. I don't think I've seen it. I, I think I, I turn a blind eye to any zombie movie in the last 20 years just because there's just like an abundance of filler, fucking shitty, you know, bargain bin zombie movies. But uh, like everybody was talking about that Train to Busan, Train, train to Busan, that was a Korean movie or whatever that is. Like that's, I guess, mm-hmm. supposed to be good. Um, but I don't know. I just can't get in the mood to watch a zombie movie, not for a long time. But one of these days it'll have a resurgence. Uh, last comment we'll read Defure's face, uh, T. Bertus Thoracus. He says, I don't buy Disney as a Nazi sympathizer. He was very active in the U.S. propaganda campaign, including provided animation for the Why We Fight films. Yeah, um, as we were doing more reading, and it, it's, it seemed like maybe that was the case. It, he just sort of got into a little bit of hot water with some people by even a, being in the company of some of these people uh, for whatever reason he had for doing that, you know. Maybe it was all very diplomatic, right? So I, I think I'm inclined to be on that side of the argument in, in what you're saying. He, he was playing on ruling the world way back then. He had to get on the side of all the dictators, too. Yeah, when are we going to thaw him out? And will he like what Disney Plus is doing? Yeah. I don't know. But thank you guys, everybody, uh, for listening and chiming in. You guys have been leaving us lots of comments uh, for this whole Nazi exploitation month. So it uh, sounds like you guys are liking it. We appreciate it. Uh, we've got one more month of this, uh, one more episode of the Nazi exploitation. Uh, we kind of had the idea in there. I'd like to be able to do like a live uh, commentary for Joker. That'd be kind of cool. So maybe we'll maybe squeeze something like that out too as a bonus. But if anything, we got one more uh, Nazi flick, maybe uh, as a last minute throw out some uh, ideas i don't know if we will have recorded it by the time uh this episode airs we probably did but feel free to to let us know what you want to hear anyway and uh i'd say it's a safer bet to keep the christmas shit coming let us know what you really want to see for christmas because we're going to be gearing up for that pretty much uh as soon as you hear this but that's all we got make sure you guys are doing all that good shit like and what do the kids say smash the smash the like buttons and fucking Fuck yeah. slam your cock on the subscribe button and notification bell. They always have to be very like, you know, emphasizing how hard you hit that button, but do all that stuff and share us with the people you think would enjoy us. All your family and friends get the word out further. Uh, we're on YouTube, obviously. Uh, but if you guys are, uh, only listen to us on YouTube. Please know that we're also on podcast services. Click the links below that are in the YouTube videos and they'll take you over to, uh, we're, we're everywhere. You know, we're on all the platforms, uh, go over there. And even if you don't want to listen to us over there, go over there, show some support, leave us a nice rating. That goes a long way. Uh, a review if you could. And, um, yeah, buy some merch that Zach, Zach doesn't want to kill pigs. Right. I think I was telling him while you were away, if if everybody that listens to our podcast um, buys their everybody in their immediate family, a revival T-shirt for Christmas. I mean, that's what we should do. We should be doing a Christmas hawk, a Christmas ad. It's Christmas time. You know, then Zach wouldn't have to kill innocent pigs, you know. Oh, yeah. So or resort to way worse things for cash. I won't have to anyway because I can get the job. Well, I'm afraid Zach is going to start like doing fucking demeaning shit to himself or to other people on the streets for money, you know, but whatever it is what it is guys, but we appreciate you. Uh, we're always here no matter what 
free of charge. You don't got to do nothing, even though we really... I have some ideas, Zach. I finally have some ideas I want to run by you um, for, like, Patreon stuff. Like, a nice little simple model, maybe. Because uh, I really, really would like to... That That's a goal for end of year, to get something like that out there so we can do something extra and, you know, maybe promote something like that. But we're always here regardless for free. It's not really a big deal. We appreciate you guys commenting and hanging around and listening. But that's all we got, guys. Um... Yeah. Thanks for listening again, and we'll be back next week. Bye bye, Bubbles. End of the week at the Revival House. Next month's theme, you gotta figure it out. Italian zombies are Polly Shore. I slash it with the knife and the girl next door. And one second in, get it all queued up and ready. Hit play in three, two, one. Bye bye, puppet. Zach Pete in a solo cup band. Goodness, camera's love and Josh has got Sounds good, like this country used to. Hey, Cletus! Wake up! The show is over! Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah! Kick it!